My name is Ryan King, and I am unfunny, and you're listening to the Just Conversation podcast. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the moment new episodes arrive. And before we jump into what's happening today, let's uh, read some of these. Reviews. Reviews for days. From our uh, loyal listeners. Anyways, the first one comes from The Right Kind of Weird. Is that his name? No. No. Evil. Oh, okay. Announcer, so the I guess. First, the first comment comes from Evil Ring Announcer, Mike Holder. And he says, The Right Kind of Weird. Live, grind, die. New life model, man. Thank you. You had me at time travel and cat people. The quirky voice changes help keep you tuned in. As a cat person, I'm proud to make a difference. Love the material and quality of the show's sound. The chemistry is genuine and makes it more interesting. Yes, it does. I love the cat people. I love the cat people, too. You know, we support everybody. We support all kinds of people. From uh, clones to uh, Illuminati ghosts. employees, to ghosts and robots and uh, cat people. Except for roaches, I guess. And reptilians. Yep. Wait, we're not cool with the reptilians either? We kill roaches and we enslave reptilians. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how we do it around yep. here. Yep. We don't like them kinds around these here parts. Yeah. Anyways, the mm-hmm. second one comes from, oh, that's nice, Katie and Odie. Mini skirt and heels. This podcast has a unique tone, and I'm here for it. Started off with their pro-choice versus pro-life, and immediately hit subscribe. Try this if you are into bitey, thought-provoking dialogue. Even if you don't, do yourself a favor and check them out. Well, thank you. That's a crazy place to start, though, but... Yeah, yeah, that's a heavy episode. If any of you are somehow listening to this as your first episode, go listen to that first. Or don't. I guess, no, actually... Second. Second, Let them hear this one. Listen to this episode, and then as soon as you're done, go listen to that episode. If you like what we discuss here, mm-hmm. you'll like what we discuss over there. And actually, based on today's guest, you can hear another version of that same episode. So you listen to this one, right? You listen to this whole conversation with our guest today, Ryan King. And then you go and you listen to Pro-Choice versus Pro-Life. Mm-hmm. And then... You go in here, part two to that conversation on the Clever Name podcast, which is his show. Beautiful. You hear part two of the pro life, pro choice versus pro life oh, on his show on okay. the Clever Name podcast. Yes. Awesome. awesome. Yes, yes. So you, so you now you got a little marathon. You walked into some shit. Now you mm-hmm. listen to this. You listen to that episode. Then you go to his show. Listen over there. All beautiful. And then you come back over here. And you come back over here. Actually, you know what? This is an infinity loop because Ooh. they don't even have to listen to other episodes. Because you're going to listen to this episode, listen to that episode, then go to over there to his show and listen to that other episode. Then they're going to understand him better. So you're going to come back to this episode and listen to this episode again to better understand what he was talking about when he was on this episode. Ooh. Damn. Okay. Damn, bro, we just set that up for you. Anyway, today's guest is Ryan King. 
He is unique. That's why I want. The reason I really, really wanted him here is because he's filterless as fuck, and I love people like that. People who aren't afraid to defy the normal lines people stand in between. I hate that shit. And Orion definitely doesn't fear doing whatever the fuck he wants. He, he, or saying at least Same. whatever the fuck he wants. And I love that. Love picking his mind. I love, uh, disagreeing. Mm-hmm. You guys know I disagree for the sake of disagreement just to be on the other side of the argument. And uh, that definitely happens here. It seems like me and Ryan don't agree about anything, but that's beautiful. That's, that's how you get inside of people. That's how you dive deep, deep into people's places, like their mind. Yeah. You dived into him and he dived into you. Yes. And we were just inside one another. We were so inside one another. It was beautiful. You get to listen to that. Yeah, you get to hear us be inside of each other. It's so, it's so beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. And uh, definitely one, I, I put this top three, top three. This could be number one. Of guests? Of guests. Is it? We got so many fucking good guests. Jesus Christ. But this is definitely like our more philosophical episodes. This definitely spins out to to, to those heights. And those obviously mm-hmm. always make my favorites, the ones that would get very either into morality, which is philosophy, or into consciousness, which is philosophy, ultimately. And we definitely go into semantic debates on all those things on this we episode. We do a little bit of both of those things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We do all of that shit in mm-hmm. this episode, and it is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Love every bit of it. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. This is Ryan King from the Clever Name Podcast. Yes. Being enjoy. clever. Being clever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, it is definitely great. One of my favorite conversations. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Hi. When we were growing up, we would uh, we would get phone calls and stuff from people like in, in landlines and shit. And then we'd always be thinking, like, in the future, we're going to have this thing where it's like a hologram and we can all see each other and it's, it's going to be crazy. And then we got this technology where we can see each other all the time and no one wants to use it because it's so shitty. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but look, that's only temporarily. That's only for the moment. Because as time, it's just new. Everything is so new. People don't know how to use anything, you know? We're all stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. I know. I, I feel like it was... Uh joe rogan or somebody like that that said like we have all this shit and no one knows how to use it it's like like one percent of one percent knows how to how to like build a computer or like like how to make a light bulb from scratch and it's like if i if i dropped you in the forest with all the components to send me an email how long is it going to be until you send me an email that shit will never happen it's because we're all stupid and we're just got a bunch of things that a bunch of smart people made and now we, we're just, it's like, here you go. Enjoy. We made this for you. Just don't chew on it. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. It's just, man, I wonder what the fuck happened, though, because we were in a sort of environment where science and technology were taking over. And we were all getting informed and people were learning the code as children and then something happened and it suddenly stopped and technology kept happening and the original people that started coding kept doing it and then everybody else stopped learning and then eventually the technology got so far, how much would it take one of us who haven't been doing it for our whole lives to be able to, again, like you said, be dropped in the forest and make it out of scratch? Like, it's gotten 
it's escaped us almost. We were all on the same level. Even if there were the smarter philosophers and the scientists, we all had relatively the same capacity when it came to certain things, minus the geniuses. Now there's this giant, there's not just a, a financial sort of wealth gap thing happening, but there's also this sort of intellect gap. Where yeah, it's a stupid gap. Yeah, it's definitely a stupid gap. And we're saying that even the rich people themselves are part of that stupid gap. There's just people who use, who are knowledge wealthy. And there are people who are financially wealthy. I guess wealth has been distributed into many ways. There's people who might be knowledge healthy and aren't physically healthy. But there's people with physical wealth that are fucking stupid in every other aspect of their lives. Like everything has been divided. Yeah, but that's the problem with being stupid is that you don't know that you're stupid. Like, I, I feel like I, I've come to terms with that. I, I'm I'm not smart. I'm I'm pretty stupid. And as as stupid people go, I might be one of the smarter, stupid people, but I'm still aware that I'm 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 like one solid hit to the head from being retarded. And I I don't think that everyone else has a grasp on that. I think most people think that they're geniuses and they're they're they they probably should have been put in a special class. Yeah, I think uh, most people do believe they have everything figured out and I think that's very very fucking stupid to assume. But it's also like stupid relative to what? You know? Like if we're all stupid in different ways and all about as stupid with some margins up, some margins down, you know, a little differentiation happening. But we're all ultimately fucking stupid. The real question is then, are we stupid or are we just normal because stupid is normal and everybody's stupid? Yeah, well then, yeah, I guess it's relative, but like, I don't know, I, I use the spectrum of all of time where like there were a lot of people who, I think the average person was smarter back in the day, I guess you had a smaller pool of people, but still there, it, the average person I think was not genius level because of like, we have Google nowadays, but like just on a common sense level, I feel like they were just, they were just smarter. So just without any internet, without any like outside help they would have survived better in the world a hundred years ago than anyone now and that's just because we've made a a soft ass society because we've just been advancing so so quickly yeah on the flip side we've entered sort of a state where we are all sort of cyborgs almost we we are no, cyborgs we no, we're not cyborgs you're a cyborg you're just like a weird ghost cyborg nazi or something and no, you're trying but... to project that on everyone else no that's i assure not, you you're a cyborg when you I don't know you, something you google that shit you your phone is holding your knowledge no 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 i don't even i don't even google it i i yell at my phone and then it tells me an answer <laughs> see there you go like we don't even <laughs> hold thoughts anymore we've committed all our thoughts all our memories ev everything we we don't remember shit we take a picture of it post it online then go look at it later so we don't retain our memories that's done well that's true because it, it's even like proven that if something's written down somewhere then you have a harder time retaining it in your brain yeah. So like just subconsciously you just go, I don't need to remember that. So if now we all know that everything is written down for all of time on this thing that's in our pocket, then yeah, we're not going to remember stuff because I have no memory left. It's probably because of all the weed that I smoke too, but I don't, I don't have a memory because also I can just look it up. I don't even need to look it up. I just yell at my phone. Like I said, I just go, Hey, 
what's the answer to the question? And then they tell me. There's, I don't have to question anything anymore. Yeah. We, we don't remember phone numbers. We don't have the memory of the moment. Those were the pictures are for. We don't uh, learn the, the practical basic skills to then deduce information. We just Googled the direct answer and never have to fucking think beyond that point. There is no... I don't know. But it's also like we are part of the machine. The, it's some weird hive mentality. I know what you know because we have the same Google, and if we don't know the answer, we look in the same place, and we end up with the same results. Yeah, so that that's fine. Would you rather just be sitting there having a fucking four-hour argument over something that could have been easily solved by looking it up on Google, but because you don't have it, then you just have to just debate with this dumb person who doesn't know the answer to something? 100%. A lot easier when you but then there's people... Look, here's the answer. There are people who are so stupid, even if you had the answer, they're just going to be skeptical about it. They're, they don't give a fuck. They're just like, no, it's a lie. But then again, that also comes down to the fact that half of the shit on the internet is bullshit. So it's also like, no, you went to a fucking, you can get confirmation bias at the drop of a hat, but you can also find accurate information and people call that the info. You're just proving your own answer. It's like, no matter what, we're in this weird bubble of shit that's going on lately. That's true. Well, speaking of bullshit on the internet, did you hear about, um, there's a lady who was washing her period panties in um, the coffee pots in hotels. Whoa. I did not hear about <laughs> that. That Whoa. was a segue and a half. Um, no, some lady was, so, you know, like the, the, like the, the, the cat, it's like a kettle. Like, uh, she, she, she puts... Her, I guess the story is she she went on a, like a business trip or something like that, and right. she didn't realize she was going to get her period. So then she soiled her panties and uh, didn't have a way of washing it and didn't want to like, I don't know, go to a laundromat or something with period panties. So she just like put it in the kettle and like boiled it. And then there's like a picture going around the internet of these panties that are in like a uh, like a a pool like it's like a brown pool inside of a. Oh my god! I see it. Oh (laughs) fuck! (laughs) It's so gross. Oh fuck, dude! It's, It's hilarious. Oh my god! Is that real though? It doesn't even look brown, dude. That looks purple. fucking hilarious is what it is it's it, they look like nice panties too and i don't know if we know who the 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 woman is but still it's uh yeah they're definitely soiled panties to put it lightly well wow. well that's phenomenal you've changed my life in a disturbing kind of way yeah you're welcome i it's kind of knowledge that you need to know and you're not going to get anywhere else unless you go into the deep uh, forums on reddit quite deep jesus like there's no way i would have ever stumbled upon this had you not told me well you're welcome so be weary the next time that you're in a hotel when you're boiling uh your tea in the morning and it tastes like pennies you'll know why i mean ultimately it would taste like cloth the problem would be if it tasted like iron yeah it's gonna be a little coppery yeah there's gonna be a <laughs> jesus christ you're like mm, this is the best but Coffee here's the, a couple of years ago, there was the same shit from a restaurant that people were peeing in the fucking soup. This is the same shit. You'd never fucking know. You just got to hope it's not happening to you. No, see, it happens all the fucking time. That's the problem. 
I, I, I just heard a story about, do you ever use, um, uh, what do you guys have? Here we call it skip the dish, but I think you guys there call it uh, Postmates. Do you use Postmates? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about with the mail. It, no, it's like it's like they deliver food to you. Like you can get McDonald's delivered to your house. Postmates is for. I thought Postmates was a mail delivery service. No, that's the post office. <laughs> what <laughs> the? Uh, it's uh, no Postmates is like they deliver anything. You can get like band aids and wine and shit from them if you wanted. They'll just go to stores. And oh, okay, pick up yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't think of, of associating it with food, but yeah, that's we're talking about the same thing because I was like they deliver yeah. random shit. I never considered yeah, most food. Yeah, just. Most people just get like fast food and shit. That's yeah, because they're through. Like, fat assholes. And uh, apparently, they did an interview with uh, the drivers, uh, and they, they said about twenty percent admitted to eating your food when they were on the way. So that means it's probably more like fifty percent of them do it. Yeah. Oh, so they're just dipping in. There's a couple of fries. They'll eat a couple of your fries on the way there and shit. Yep. And I read a story a while back of a. Uh, a driver, because what happens on those uh, those those services is you have to tip before you actually you actually go and and complete the service. So you tip in the app beforehand. And this guy uh, got really upset because he had to drive really far and he got like a 30 cent tip or something like that. So, yeah, rightfully pissed off. But then he dipped his balls in the salsa. And there's like a video, there was a video going around of him like dunking his balls in the salsa going like, this is what happens when you give a 35 cent tip and then they go in and deliver it. So now I have nightmares of pulling a pube out of my, my salsa. Do you use Postmates? Oh, I, I use that. The, every single one of those things I use. I, I'm so lazy that I would be surprised if there wasn't food coming to my house as we speak. Bro, <laughs> look. First, you got to think of it like this. By going and getting it yourself, you stay healthier. And if it's not fast food, you also stay healthier. So you go to like a restaurant, bam, great food. You walk there or whatever, jog. You should jog there. Stay healthy. Mm. You're eventually going to cross some threshold where it's going to hit you so hard. You're going to be like, I shouldn't have that. I saw a meme a long time ago of a, a a fat Jesus Christ on the cross and then the the comment under it is, I shouldn't have had that last supper. So beautiful. <laughs> that, that's blasphemy. Yeah, but yeah. I I I'm probably the skinniest fat person you'll ever see. Like I am 140 pounds on a good day, and I eat like shit. I don't exercise. I'm probably dying on the inside, but. I, I, I never fluctuate in weight. doesn't matter if I've eaten a seven course meal or haven't eaten for a week. I will be the exact same goddamn weight. doesn't matter what I do. So I've just given up at this point. I'll just eat whatever the fuck. Like it, 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 I used to eat, try and drink milkshakes or like these, not like milkshake, like protein shakes, those things. And they, they didn't do shit for me. I tried all of this bullshit and I just, it was always the same. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just eat garbage and nothing will happen. Yeah, and dude, maybe uh, the, the weight gain plan, like, let me be fair, uh, during college, I was eating for, for like the first two, three years of college, I was eating triple Whoppers with bacon and onion rings daily. Oh, so good. Sounds so good. Fuck, bro. I want that. Think it's about so cheap that. too. Oh my god, that's the fucking problem, bro. Tri- 
She do the triple whopper with bacon and onion rings. Get the fuck. What is even the point? That's like mm. like ten pounds of food, dude. You're hurting so me right good. now. And like I'm gonna I'm gonna like have to hold up the show, pull out my app right now, and just just order food so it comes to me before the end of the show. So I can dude. just eat a whopper here in front of you. Go for it, dude. That shit was like seven dollars, bro. Like seven dollars for the biggest motherfucking thing I have ever seen in my goddamn life. And then shortly after is when they started doing the uh the twenty the, the twenty piece nuggets, you know, that's only been going for like I'm like fuck, bro. And then what is it like fucking three dollars or something? Like yeah, that? dude. Here's the problem. This is this is where the issue is. A real chunk of steak, right? Just one real steak. What is that? Like fifteen uh, to twenty bucks. And then no, you you I'm order like that. you order chicken, right? And it, you order twenty fucking nuggets, and it's like two dollars. You get three hundred chicken nuggets. What are you eating? <laughs> it ain't fu- You you ain't gonna tell me that's fucking chicken, bro. Get the fuck it's, out of here. They claim they claim to to say it, it's chicken. So it's it's the know. pink goo, bro. It's the pink goo, bro. It, it is definitely not. That is a myth. I can tell you for a fact it is not that pink goop. That is just some fake propaganda. No, no, the pink bullshit. goo is real, but it's not what they say it is. It's not like this weird fabricate. It's uh the pink goo is when you scrape the meat all the way down to the bone. And it combines with the the just a, not a lot. It's just a small surface because the machine is taking out a hundred percent of the meat. It's leaving nothing behind because that's wasteful. So the, you you get the good clean surface meat first, and that's the high price meat. And then hot dogs and chicken nuggets and stuff like that. They're made out of the the sort of last bit of scrape that comes through and it comes out with just just a tiny little bit of the bone of the creature because it's a machine doing it and so when that gets mixed and ground together it creates the pink goo so it's not that it's fake meat it's just that it's the garbage meat but it's just it's just it's just not true from what i've understand that that's not what's in it they did something. It might have been before, and I'm pretty sure mealworms were what the 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 beef was made out of too. But I'm fairly sure that they've changed that shit now. It's not. It's not. It's definitely not like the high quality Kobe beef or some sort of shit. It's 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 the lowest end, probably filled with sawdust. But I don't believe that they're they're still putting in pink goo. They're, they they. I'm pretty sure there was a documentary exposing. That shit. And that what upsets me is that I, I think we we hear this stuff and it takes away from the horrible stuff that they're actually doing. Like McDonald's does some horrible shit. Hell like yeah. I watched a documentary on their dairy farms. My God, the horrific shit that happens there. It's it. It makes me almost not want to pay a dollar for a. OK, a we're cone. looking at it right now. It's called mechanically. The pink goo is mechanically separated chicken. That's what it is. So it's mechanically, me- mechanically separated, chicken. separated chicken. It just separates it all the way down to the bone. They, the, the, the people who originally gave it the name, the pink goo, thought it wasn't meat. It is meat and it is chicken. It's just okay. like bottom tier, the worst part of that chicken. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I totally get that. So, it, but it's not anywhere close to what that we thought it was gonna be. No, so, no, no, no. They were thinking that, they mad, they grabbed like ten things off of some like fucking. They found it in the middle of the woods or something. Threw it in there, called it fucking chicken because they sprinkled something in, and it's like, yeah, we made chicken. No, it's not that. It's definitely chicken. Yeah, it's just like we thought it was like beak. That's what we were thinking it was. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, just, yeah. They, they squeeze out as much 
chicken yeah. as they possibly can because we have an obsession with this and there's not enough food for us so we have to mass produce it if we did it in, in the organic holistic fucking way that everybody would like there would be seven chickens like it, it just doesn't it just doesn't work that way no so see here's the thing you're stuff. definitely wrong on that that would we could definitely use the chickens we would have enough chickens and we could definitely the problem is what getting this amount of chickens would do to the environment really because we would need one, the size of these factories would be fucking magnificent if we weren't just if we were just taking the good part of the chicken, right? Let's we gotta ignore capitalism for that because the reason they're even doing mechanically separated fucking chicken That's is to to have every Mechanic. single penny out of you cannot every... ignore capitalism. Capitalism is is God. Capitalism, capitalism is, is definitely God. But let's say that suddenly didn't exist and we wanted to give everybody in the world chicken nuggets, right? We would have that capacity, but already chickens in their condition inside these factories are treated like garbage so they're unhealthy in the first place packed with hormones just to allegedly get the good part of the chicken so what the, the good part of a that, what happened the documentary that i was watching was explaining that stuff and it was saying that that basically they got a bunch of of like immigrants who are undocumented in a, a factory that is basically just cows in in horrible conditions. They're sitting in like a hundred and fucking forty degree temperatures, and they would they would like abuse them, give them no training. Like uh, the the workers there, no training. And some guy went undercover, and they said the only training that they gave me was that when you're carrying a, a shipment of dead cows in your in the back of your truck, take the back roads because we don't want people to take pictures. What the fuck is it? I'm not even surprised, dude. Uh, sadly, the 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 condition that these chickens and these cows are in is that they're in this like cubicle style room is exactly the size of or or the width of their body and the length of their body. It's an exact size. They don't move. They don't nothing. That way, they don't create muscle. It's all the the soft meat. They get jacked with hormones to get as fat and like jacked up as possible and then these uh creatures are sort of in a factory chain you could say where as soon as they're the right size they just get moved over slaughtered one room over and these animals are shitting on themselves and they're peeing in that spot and they just get slid over chopped and then packaged that way it's not clean meat it's not healthy meat and it's hormone packed meat i on the other hand think fuck the environment i'm one individual although organic food destroys more of the greenery in the planet i say knock down all the fucking trees and give me pasture raised cow because fuck the people who can't afford it i know that's elitist but fuck them if i can pay for the clean meat and eat it i will pay for that clean meat and eat it because fuck that shit so i want some pasture raised cows knock down all the trees you need for that farm i don't give a fuck you you know you, those things are available to you. There's nothing stopping you from getting that right now. No, I totally always eat those clean cows already. It's just organic food destroys the planet. That's why people who are and vegans destroy animals. I I will forever say this. People are fucking stupid. If you're eating or, or organic and caring about the environment and caring that's stupid. That makes no fucking sense. You're destroying the planet to have this. You can just have factory food. And destroy less of the planet. And if you're vegan because animals, you're also an idiot. Because how do you keep the animals that are naturally trying to get to the food away from it? You fucking murder them. You fucking kill them. What the fuck are you talking about? You're fucking vegan because you love animals. You are responsible for 99% of the fucking animals that die due to humans. If you're eating vegan. 
And if you're fucking organic for the environment, you're fucking jackass because we destroy the environment to make the food organic. Suck a dick. That shit doesn't make any sense. That's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. But I don't give yeah, a fuck. It, give me all the death of everything so long as my food is clean. Anybody else who has to suffer for it, that ain't my problem. I ain't the one doing it. I'm paying for it, but that's fine with me. Did you know that um, pretty much the standard for making something organic is that you have enough money to pay for that sticker? Yeah. Well, not really. It's it's a, like, the double-edged sword, yeah. Because there's the, the fact that people are going to label a bunch of things organic because it'll cost more and they'll get more money out of it. But there are certain right. conditions that they should theoretically be meeting that they not everybody goes through before they slap a sticker. A shit ton of people have gotten in trouble for doing that. But there's a, as many ha- as have gotten in trouble... How many have gone under the radar still doing it that are just saying it's organic and it's not? Well, it, it's the the same thing. I was just talking about this with my girlfriend that um, it's the same thing with the cruelty free things. You can uh, just pay to be a part of the cruelty free program and then you can put the cruelty free logo on pretty much anything you make. So then it's most of your products aren't cruelty free, but you made one bullshit one that got you in. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the it's an unfair program. So I I you the only way to know that you're eating something organic or whatever, whatever category that you want to put it in is if you know the guy who killed it or grew it. Yeah, that's that's ultimately where uh, buying from farms is the real answer. You have to understand who it is. Uh, like farmers markets are great for that. You if you go there regularly and you get familiar with these people who who are doing the work themselves, you will understand if they're the type of person to whatever. But uh that's also why I tell people like it might be more expensive, but go to if you're going to shop at supermarkets and not go to uh, farmers markets and things, go to the places that buy from the farmers you don't have to fucking find a farmer's market that's open one fucking day out of the week and like empty out that fucking day find the places that go through the work yeah whole foods is like a lot more expensive than the average place but you're not gonna go to the you're not gonna make the time and you're not gonna do the work so fucking pay the motherfucker who's doing it or 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 not but then you don't get to bitch about it you know I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like half of the reasons that anybody gives a shit about anything is because they just want to hear their own voice bitch about something. Nobody. It's really hard to find what people actually give a shit about now because there's a whole bunch of virtue signaling and just screaming to hear your own voice. Yeah, yeah. See, here's that's a problem I completely agree with. I am surrounded by that. I'm the guy who who stands among a bunch of people who believe that they're doing things for the righteous reasons for the like I was saying before, people who 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 are vegan for the animals and who are organic for the cleanliness and the environment. It's like, okay, you guys are idiots. I know all of that is destroying the world, but I'm okay with it. Why why is it so hard to be real about? Hey, I just want to be healthier than anybody who can't afford to be this healthy. It's like there's nothing oh. wrong with that. But people want to be, you know, they want to be in the right or whatever, where they're just like, I'm not doing it for selfish reasons. I care about this whole other shit. It's like, do you fucking really? And who gives a shit if you do? Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I care about things in waves, which is weird. Or I or I just have a short attention span, which is it's also true. Like, I care about uh, things pretty passionately, and then I forget about them, and then I no longer care about them, even when somebody brings them up to me. 
Yeah, I, I, I find that I care about the thought of things. I don't really care about the things themselves. That's a good way to look at things, honestly. You should figure out what you care about the thought of them, because I feel like if everyone did that, we would have a lot less complaining. If you were just like, this is this is the I care about the thought of abortion, but I don't actually care about abortion. And then you just move on. You realize it's not a problem in your life and you don't make a stink about it and, and hold a sign in front of a exactly see that shit makes so much fucking sense to me that makes so much goddamn sense to me because like who the fuck cares dude you don't even have a child and you're over here protesting for fucking abortions and shit you've let's oh my god fuck fuck dude i I, this shit pisses me off because i hate stupidity and it's like Let's talk about the fucking the Kyles of the world out there with picket signs holding them up. And they're like, no, fuck abortions. And this like, you're a dude. You've never dude, gotten. What wow. have Kyles? Kyle, Kyles make my, my day because if, if it wasn't for Kyle memes, I don't think I'd make it through my life. What Kyles and what's the other one? Samantha? Is it? I've not heard of Samantha. I think it's Kyles and Samantha's or some shit like that. But the whatever Kyle the, the, versus drywalls are the greatest things that have ever existed in all of time. Oh my god, punching all the drywalls. Yeah, and it was almost it was insulting at the very beginning of this that you called me a Kyle. Dude, you look like all the Kyles, bro. What does a I've never worn affliction. I don't have a tap out hat on. I've never done steroids. No, those like, are I don't, I don't, those are exaggerated meme characteristics a typical kyle is usually a lone child it's usually pasty white guy who was very short until they entered high school and then they got crazy tall suddenly it's usually your hair dude you have the sam winchester haircut that's a kyle (laughs) you you fit the the look of a kyle Okay, if that's the criteria of being a Kyle, then I I guess I win. Well, no, that's I, the, I the appearance s- of being a Kyle. Until you're punching a drywall, you you just look like the Kyle. I've I've punched drywall before, but I don't think I've ever like freaked out I've on never a drywall. Put my hand through drywall. I've never like I've never made a hole. I've punched drywall. See, that's the thing. I I think I'm, I might be a Kyle, but I'm too much of a pussy. <laughs> what the is that? Kyles are pussies. I feel like Kyles know how to punch. No, that's why they're hitting drywall. If they went and took that outside, they get knocked the fuck out. I, I have had a, a couple of boxing matches in my backyard, and uh, the, I am a, a gangly, awkward motherfucker, but I, I won, so... I mean, that. dude, you probably have all the reach. Yeah, I, I have reach for days. That's my only advantage. So I can just keep hitting you, but it's just with the power of a seven-year-old girl there's a baby getting baptized with monster coming up on the screen so i'm dying here fucking kyle's everywhere (laughs) yeah man i'm I'm watching these kyle memes come up and i'm dying over here (laughs) chad chet kyle (laughs) it's actually the funnest fights this is this is what sparked me to have like backyard fighting and I needed content for my show, you know. But I, I, um, I, I just started putting on backyard fighting events where we film them all and 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 do stuff. But I, I think the best fights that I've ever seen in my life are between two people who have no idea what the fuck they're doing because they're throwing the most absurd punches and just landing things that should not land if you had any sort of boxing intelligence. So. 
I thought we should just have a bunch of people who have no idea what they're doing fight each other in my backyard. So I started doing that, but then it just obviously started devolving into people who actually want to fight and people who actually know how to box. So the last one we had, uh, somebody really knew how to box and kind of knocked the shit out of somebody. So I don't know. So now it's just kind of turning into a, like an underground fight club. Dude, you ever seen Fight Club? You ever read Fight Club? I never read it. I didn't even know it was a fucking book. Did Brad Pitt write it? No. <laughs> that would blow my fucking mind. No, it was written by <laughs> Chuck Palahniuk, bro. That's uh, this my favorite book of all time. When you uh, really? subscribe, yeah, when you subscribe to Just Conversation through, actually, that, this is what I was going to talk about earlier when you mentioned the Postmates. We use Postmates to send our show to people because you can't subscribe and get it digitally that's impossible i don't even know who uses that primitive technology anymore so when you subscribe to the just conversation podcast in your mail with the subscription you get a vcr and then you get a cassette of the new episode of just conversation every week and every week along with it you get a cassette of fight club every week is a this is it's the same cassette of fight club but it's a new episode of just conversation then it's it's so that we can spread the fight club around the world just uh, stop lying. This is not a thing that happened. <laughs> I swear to you, this happened. Subscribe, and nope. you will get a VCR at I your door. Like I subscribed. I don't have a VCR. Postmates is gonna send you a VCR. You're gonna get it. It's gonna be tough at your doorstep, and it's gonna come with the latest episode of Just Conversation and <laughs> a cassette of Fight Club, bro. I swear to you. What happens if you're international? What happens if a, a, a guy in Paraguay? subscribes right now what happens he's got to wait until he gets it he gets like a month later but he still gets it <laughs> does postmates deliver it because i'm pretty sure that's out of their rate their range the postmates goes out of their way so if they can't deliver it themselves they then hire a different company that can <laughs> they just meet a guy at the border yes there it clears customs so that's obviously going to need to clear customs probably a couple of times because it's going on foot. I'm assuming Postmates doesn't have planes. So there's just like a guy on a bike and he meets him at the border, waits for it to clear customs, grabs it. And then they do it all probably five more times until it gets to Paraguay. Yeah, no. See, here's the thing. You're, you're misunderstanding. Postmates will go through whatever measures necessary. <laughs> so they'll deliver it to the guy at the border and that guy works for Letras Mandando. And then that guy takes it to his plane and he flies it straight to where it needs to go because it's out of country. <laughs> they they have everybody on staff. They, yeah, they, dude. They, Whatever they, needs to work stuff. will happen. Look at this. This is perfect, dude. United States. But this is look at this trail. It's showing you the flight path. They're going to take it where it needs to go, and then somebody's going to fucking fly it over there. They don't need to do it themselves. They're just, I give, they have the resources, and they make sure it arrives. This sounds like a costly affair for you. It to is send so expensive, technology. and we are going broke, but the show is making it to everybody. And, and the, the amount of people who are receiving VCRs that they don't want have is skyrocketed. And <laughs> yes. The amount of... All dude, waste that's going on for subscribers. You only get a VCR tremendous. the first time. That's that's with the first one. Wow. Yeah, only with the first one do you get a VCR. Every week you get a brand new episode, but every week you get a new cassette of Fight Club. Every week. What if I, what if I want VCRs and I'm gonna sell them? 
because you know it, it's a there's a hot black market uh, for VCRs. For, uh, VCRs. So uh, what if I I keep creating new emails and I subscribe to your podcast? Fair enough. Just fair enough. Look, VCR. Look, this is uh, we we've you, you're thinking we're joking, dude, but we've thought of everything. Think about this: when the government turns on us, when the world's governments turn on us and they shut the internet off. There's one podcast that's going to stay out there. $400? Wait, wait, wait. Are you sending out $400 VCRs? <laughs> We're sending out the... Motherfuckers, $400. We're sending out the best VCRs, bro. That's not... That can't be a VCR, is it? Click on that. I want to see this shit. That's, that can't be a VCR. <laughs> There's no way that plays cassettes and it's $400, bro. Get the fuck out of here. If it does... No, it doesn't look like it does. DVD VCR oh combination God. player? Okay, do you want to go have these on this bitch? Because I'm willing to t- drop about 250 on that. Dude, I don't even understand what I would play on this. Obviously, your podcast. <laughs> I don't own cassettes of my own podcast. I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> But oh my god, that's a $99,999 VCR. That Sony, I feel like I had that one. What the fuck is this even supposed to be? It's a dual format, high definition videotape recorder, seven second or less load and unload time. Holy shit, it only takes seven seconds for your VCR to come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your. That's your, so long for. <laughs> That is so goddamn long. Oh my god, no longer will you have to wait an hour and a half for your your cassettes to pop out. It's, <laughs> it's only seven seconds. Dude, I think the cheapest VCR I ever owned was like a three second gap of you pressing and then the choo choo done. It might not have even been three seconds. It's gonna pay for itself. Think about the time that you'll save. Damn, man, we might have to upgrade and start sending people that one. But yeah, look, you guys are look, going broke. this is this is this is the benefit to, to our method of mailing our podcast. When the government turns on the entire planet and shuts the internet off to cut off, con- what happened? They definitely don't run the post office. And when they shut <laughs> off the 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 systems, the internet, when we can't connect anymore. People can still have and play the Just Conversation podcast. And they'll have Fight Club on the side if they want a movie to watch because there's no Netflix. Because all that's gone. Internet is gone. Well, guess what? Every episode you ever received of Just Conversation and Fight Club are all still in your possession. Thus, we're the only podcast still out there. Well, that's uh, I am a big fan of of Fight Club. I I am a secret huge fan of it. We actually named the event that we have in my backyard the Unfit Fight Club, Be, not just for the reasons that it, it's hilarious to Photoshop Brad Pitt's face and make him fat, but we uh we the like um uh, the lettering would work out to be UFC. UFC Unfit Fight Club. Oh shit. <laughs> Cuz unfit is hyphenated. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a a pretty sweet event. We literally, uh, if you can swing on by here, I'd love to to fight you in my backyard. Hey, dude, I'm totally down. But I fight to to like win. It, it, that that's what we're there for. Okay, good, no good. Bitch. Last one I fought, real really bitched out. It was like early in the second round. He just he just verbally tapped out. But you guys use padding, or we we we're doing the survival style. Uh, the last one, only a couple people used padding, but it's up to you. It's really up to the people fighting if Can you we want to bare use knuckle it. I would love to bare knuckle it. 
Uh, I we have yet to have a bare knuckle. So we oh, you guys got gloves. gloves. I'm over it. Over it. I thought we were gonna go murder one another. <laughs> I don't know if I can murder you in my backyard. If we do it off site, if I can, if I could rent a place, then I'll murder you. But <laughs> I, I don't want to do it in my backyard. Look, There's dude, a lot of a we lot can, of mess to clean up. It's it's we can we can make an interesting uh, combat scenario where we first dig up a grave we dig up a grave and we have to uh, fight we have to fight towards it's like a you remember uh undertaker doing his a uh, casket matches you throw him in close the casket or whatever we'll do some shit like that but the goal is to knock the other person into the hole we just got to make the hole deep enough for the person to not get out and then we fight the shit out of each other and throw somebody in the hole and then we just oh it's it's a reverse sumo wrestling match. So we are on like an island in the middle of of a dugout trench around it. So it's oh. like six foot deep around this, and we have to fight to push the other one off the the cliff, and yeah. then they yeah, 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 yeah. their death in spiky crocodile pit. See, that's beautiful, except for the crocodile, because I feel like that would be expensive. We could just dig that hole with like a shovel. <laughs> The crocodiles is where you... Uh, That's where I draw the line. I got to start throwing money at this. So I'm no longer having fun, bro. Like, we're going to get PETA on our ass for animal cruelty, for having them in a pit for so long. Yeah, Who dude. knows how long this event will go? Yeah, dude. We don't We don't want to have a... Cro- Look, PETA's going to be on our ass if we have a fucking croc down there, bro. Yeah, they're not indigenous. And I also don't parts. want water down there because it's going to be like... Yeah, what do they eat until... What if we, like, don't... What if we get tired and pass out outside? Then the logistical what? problems alone are going to hold up the event. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh frustrating. Quite frustrating. It's There's... just not feasible, I'm telling you. It's ridiculous to get... But everything else, spiky pit, easily done. We yep. dig it out. It take, it's going to take a lot of teamwork to dig this out and then fight to the death afterward. But I'm I'm on board. Look, we'll build camaraderie digging the hole. <laughs> And then when we have to toss each other in, it, it means more. <laughs> there might be a moment where one of us is hanging by its fingertips and you'll have the option to either stomp on their, their fingers or or help them up. And you might, in the last moment, pull them back up. But then that was a trick the whole time and they pulled you into your death. And yep. it was a, it was a, yep, it, yep. you didn't even see it coming. I always imagine that in, you know, those crazy movie scenes where the dude's like handing, ha- hanging, holding on to the helicopter and then the, the bad guy or the good guy is holding on to his legs and it's like, you're trying to hold on, but knock them off. I, I figure it would be funny if it's like, I took the whole action away from them and let go. Like, uh, no, that's suicide. Yeah. But it's like, I won no. hard, bro. This is how little I care about your life. I took mine with it. <laughs> that's how little you care about your life. Yeah, totally. Totally accurate. But that's how little I care about. How or maybe I don't person? care about, I do care about my life, but it's like, I care about their life less than what if, I. What if he was just like a petty thief? What if he was a bank robber? Then dude, fuck him. Then fuck what? him. His li- like, if, if it's Hitler on your foot, then yeah. But if it's, if it's like. I don't even know if I would do that for Jeffrey Dahmer. Look, here's a problem. Here's a problem with that logic. If it's a petty thief, uh, I guess fucking kick him off. I'd more likely than not save Hitler and then sit down and because I could learn more from Hitler, you know? Wait, don't get me wrong. I'm going to try and shake the, the, the petty thief off, but I'm not going to drop myself. And I'm definitely not saving Hitler. Look, you're an ins- I get listen. that you're a ghost Nazi, but the reason you're a ghost is because of him. True, true that. But 
Nah, dude, I, I feel like I could learn a lot more from uh, from Hitler than I can a petty thief. Look, he, he, he owes me his life. From this point forward, Hitler's loyal to me. Because I, I saved his life. He's like, that's my master now. I owe him everything. And then maybe, yeah. maybe in hanging out with Hitler all this time after I save his life and him being super loyal, I see the humanity in him. And then we just become best buds. Me and Hitler adventures. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Um... How much money do you need to get that pilot off the ground? Because I want I want at least six episodes that I can send to Netflix by next week. <laughs> I can get you the right guy his to, to make this. Shit. His name it's is anim- uh what the fuck animated. is this dude's name? Fucking uh Hunter Hancock. Meat Canyon. Meat Canyon. Oh man, right, he would Hancock. do that. Get Hancock on the phone because we're gonna need uh, uh the, the pilot episode is just it's World War Two. We open up on World War II. Uh, we got a helicopter flying in with Hitler. Find him and on then Instagram. we got a Rambo-esque character trying to get up there. I assume he uses some sort of grappling gun. He he grappled guns up to the helicopter. And they have an epic fight to the death uh, inside the helicopter. And they both somehow fall out of the helicopter. But Hitler is hanging on to the Rambo's foot. And they have a little struggle, snuggle, and they they uh, they have a, a turn, and they become friends uh, while they're hanging there, and they save each other's life because it it, it gets back and forth during the the, the struggle, snuggle, and they, they they save each other, and they come together, and they have a whole turn, and they have to then uh, Hitler like it's like the Grinch, his heart, heart grew like seven sizes that day, and then. <laughs> Go around all of Europe apologizing for his actions and uh, making amends. And that'll be the series. He, like, goes into no, Poland and goes, no, no, sorry, no, no. guys. Because the, the, it's not him apologizing. He's going to go around Europe showing his humanity. That's where it is. But, but here's the key. Here's the key to this show. There's there's these little hints every episode that he's still Hitler. Oh, he's still got yes. To take over Poland, he leaves a couple of things behind. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to just put up a, a nuclear plant here, and then we'll, don't worry about it. We'll come back later." <laughs> and, no, and, and then like that us trying to be homies with him and seeing his good side are completely blind to this fact. But randomly in the scenes that they show Hitler, but they don't show us, they make it seem like he's doing sketchy things. But we don't know what sketchy things it is. It's just everything. It looks like it's helpful, but it also looks wrong in some like other angle or whatever. Oh, it's a it's oh, my God. I got it. I got it. We I just I, I'm changing it. Well, I'm calling an audible on the play. It's going to be a Mr. Magoo play. And he uh, Hitler convinces us that he's a good guy and we believe that he's a good guy but he goes around and he's trying to be hitler and do hitler things but it just fails and only creates joy for everyone every single time he tries to like create another holocaust but it just turns into like a rec center and and then yeah. everyone just oh my god he ends up somehow like uniting the 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 nazi army and then uniting them actually creates a successful union that instead of attacking the Jews, they last second see, like, as they're getting guns and stuff, they start defending off the people who are trying to attack from outside the country. And they start working together and, like, building things together, but sort of by accident. They're like, oh, no, they're invading, kill them. And then, boom, you just destroyed a convoy of 
criminals that were going to steal a bunch of food from a different and they just landed in your now every your country has more food in abundance and you killed the bad guys between two sides thinking they were just trying to harm you and you just make connections with another country and shit instead of isolating yourself you just kept bonding with other people and and hitler unites the planet maybe hitler was supposed to unite the planet by by creating genocides, he just keeps saving the world. That's what just keeps happening. He keeps trying to create havoc and invade countries, but it only turns into happiness. <laughs> Every episode. And then there'll be there'll be cliffhanger episodes where it looks like he successfully, I don't know, obliterated all the Jews, but then it turns out that he actually just, I don't know, threw a bar mitzvah. A, 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 yeah, a successful bar mitzvah. <laughs> To set, oh my god, it reminds me of, um, uh, what the fuck is that? Schindler, Oscar Schindler? Like the guy with the list? Yeah, there you go, Schindler's list, basically. So, Oscar Schindler, he, uh, you know, he was all saving the Jews and whatever, and being like, can, you can practice your religion or whatever, but what if that was like an accident? What if that t- story got crazy twisted, and he was like trying to kill them, but it was like, maybe he... In, in trying to, like, rape one of their women or something, he was just trying to be kind in a certain way that just kind of kept benefiting them or whatever the fuck. And we received that story all twisted. Like, there were some good Nazis, but no, they were all real monsters, and this guy just happened to have his story twisted enough of that. Oh, I'm I'm sure that that happened. They, there were definitely a couple of people who Oh, my God. Apparently, story. Liam Neeson was a Nazi. Look at that. Look what? at that. You mean in the movie? Who says that was a movie? Who says that wasn't a documentary? Uh, the internet that you have pulled up in front of me where it's got IMDb <laughs> credits. Hey, listen to me. I feel like uh, stereotypes and most information comes from the truth, including IMDb statistics and data. It's all based on the truth. It's like myth- mythology, right? Mytho- somebody saw something and then warped it and it became mythology. But there was something that that was based on. If we apply that logic to everything, Liam Neeson was a Nazi. Think about it. It makes sense in the bigger scheme of things, if you twist it enough and ignore certain details. Did you take, like, some sort of weird philosophy class that really struck a chord with you? Because this is shit that you say sometimes makes no fucking sense. But it kind of does in some weird offbeat way. Liam Neeson's not a Nazi. He was totally a Nazi. Nazi. You You do not know Liam Neeson to tell me he is not a Nazi. How do you know he's not, like, a Hitler... Like, his basement just has all the Hitler memorabilia. And he's like, if only the the Fuhrer was still alive, we'd be in a better world. And he does this every day when he goes home. He just goes down there and like beats and fucking jerks off to a picture of Hitler. Like, yes, my Fuhrer, my Fuhrer. And that's just all he does every day when he gets home. He can't wait to finish acting so that he can go home and be a Nazi in secrecy because Nazis were hunted down and they're looked down upon. But now he's super excited. He's like, Trump, he's bringing this back. I like this. I- I'm going I'm to have a blast when we finally take over again the way it was meant to be. You don't know no Liam Neeson to be telling me that's not his life. So if Liam Neeson's a Nazi, is Ben Affleck Batman? Yes. You, you see, now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. I can also make this true by saying that everything we consider art, everything we consider fiction, everything we consider a thought, in some manner, shape, or form, under the logic of the multiverse, is the reality. Thus, Ben Affleck is Batman, and Liam Neeson is a Nazi, because multiverse and infinity. 
you said a bunch of words that don't really make a sentence and then followed by Liam Neeson's a Nazi and <laughs> Affleck's Batman. No, so man. I don't exactly understand your point. And look, we okay. don't even need to go to that extent. Assume the fabric of space-time is infinite and if you traveled one straight line far enough, right? You just traveled one straight line far enough. Patterns started to repeat. So you'd see a you like if you traveled an infinity forward, eventually you land in an area of space that has a place that looks like Earth that people who aren't really us, but look like us and have our same names are doing exactly the same thing simply because the arrangement of matter had to repeat at some point. That means that in some other direction before you hit that repetition, there's a fucking Batman somewhere and his name is Ben That's... Affleck and he looks like Ben Affleck. But this is just like fucking intro to philosophy bullshit. Like a thousand monkeys typing on a thousand typewriters eventually will type Shakespeare. That's that's the the premise that you're working on. Yeah, pretty but much. There's also but there's also the theory that if anything will happen, it has happened and will happen again. Yes. So it that that makes no sense. That means it's Ben Affleck is not Batman because he's not Batman. Well, <laughs> if we exist within a construct that all realities coexist and we exist in every possible reality all at once, we just have perspective of a single one. That means there's, there's a reality that we're neither you nor I are perceiving that is a real reality and we exist within it. We're just not perceiving it. That Ben Affleck is fucking Batman, bro. That's a thing that's happening because everything is happening all the time. Ben Affleck is right now in some version of reality, even if it's not my universe, in some version of reality, even if it's not my perspective, Ben Affleck is Batman. And there's nothing we could do to stop that. How do you not smoke weed? Like, this is insane. No, I used to get super high, bro. But you, you should, because if this is what you sound like when you're not high... I want to hear it when you're obliterated. I want to smoke a fat ass blunt with you and then just hear what the fuck you have to say. Because the shit that you're saying right now is the most high things I've ever heard in my life come from a non-high person. <laughs> but, dude, see, this is what I love to do. I love to obstruct logic by grounding it. If I can make it fit within the construct of colossal theory, which is the theory that all things are true at all times, it doesn't matter what it is you're talking about. If we can weave them together and make them make sense from every perspective, then they are true. In the case of, for example, uh, uh, if we say the Big Bang, you know, it created the universe. It, there was nothing. There was a singular something. Then that exploded into a multitude of things. And that is those things clumped together and made perspectives and made people. And here we are from that one thing. Okay. God was a singular something existing in nothing. It then created a bunch of something which a, with a bunch of perspectives. And then those things we think are us and we're still connected to it the way we we're made of the same matter that the, existed at the Big Bang. It's the same idea and colossal theory is saying that these two things are one thing. They're the same. This is just different perspectives. The 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 global consciousness is the same thing. There's a singular consciousness and it's projecting many different perspectives just to sort of explore itself ultimately because it's projecting the universe itself from within itself. And that's us. We're the perspectives. You, me, everybody. We're the perspectives. But there is just a singular thing. The same way we're connected to God allegedly or the same way we're connected to the Big Bang allegedly. So under that logic everything is true we're just looking at it from our subjective point of view and saying our subjective point of view is true and the rest of it has to be bullshit but there will never be an instant in which that is true and then we land at something like ben affleck this batman thus it has to be fucking true we're just looking at it from a point of view in which it's not <laughs>
And that's how I sell something. What? Ow, my brain hurts. Yeah, man. Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of Godwin's law? Godwin's law. What's that? It's that if a conversation goes on long enough, Hitler always uh, comes up. Yes, eventually you'll bring up Hitler. Yes, hundred percent. But I bring up Hitler all the time for everything. <laughs> it's just it's it's just hilarious how true that is. If you let a conversation go on for like longer than I'm going to say an hour, eventually someone brings up Hitler. It's just insane. I can prove that up. wrong. No, it happens all the time, but it has to go on long enough. No, no, no. I can prove that wrong. There is a two-part episode of the Just Conversation podcast, which was uh, season two. It was episode uh, 11, in which... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are, you, are you trying to bring up the fact that you did one episode without bringing up Hitler? No, but listen, it, it, fit, it fits because it was a four-hour episode. That we had to break it up. We had a four-hour conversation in which at no moment Hitler came up. So it was proven. <laughs> but it's not a guarantee. It's not every time. It's not every time a conversation goes for a set period of time. It's just that if it goes long enough. It's probably going to happen. The, the probability goes higher and higher the longer yeah, yeah, you yeah. go on. It's just like an increasing arc. because. But I guess the probability of bringing up anything goes up. That's, yes. That's the catch. That's that. really the trick there. That's the true perspective, because it's ultimately that the longer anything goes on, the more likely variations of that thing. What the fuck happened? Is, is the government at your door? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. It was some, somebody's trying to, to stop our discussions again. Can you imagine while I'm over here? That'd be some crazy ass shit. I'm over here just watching you having conversations. Somebody breaks the fuck into your house and just shoots you. And I'm like, oh, fucking shit. What do I do now? I can't even. I this episode so isn't so done. Fuck! You know what? I I would sell you out so fast and just be like, dude, I know where a ghost Nazi lives, and if you let me go, I am going to I'm gonna go and show you exactly. I look at all these conversations we've had. Look at all the information he has. Go after this guy. Is exactly Godwin a cat? I don't believe Godwin is a cat. I believe he was a a bald guy, old man. If you tell me, <laughs> how do you know you weren't there, bro? He was probably a cat. He was not a cat. You don't know Godwin. He's not a Nazi. Ben Affleck isn't Batman. You Fact. cannot prove any of these things. You are confused I, about reality. Ben Affleck being Batman is debatable because, like, if you just dress up like Batman, I guess you're Batman because Batman's not a thing. But, like, <laughs> he's not Bruce Wayne and he doesn't live, like, he doesn't have a butler. He doesn't drive a Batmobile. Here's he's an interesting, no, here's an interesting point. You actually, you, you did a good job in poking a hole in that logic because even if... Even if we, we, we follow colossal theory and say all things are true through religion, through uh, the multiverse of sciences, and through uh, uh, global consciousness, perspectivism, and whatnot, at the end of the day, if his name is Bruce Wayne, his name is not fucking Ben Affleck. It's just some guy who looks identical to Ben Affleck called Bruce Wayne. In which case, Ben Affleck is not Bruce Wayne. It's his doppelganger who's Bruce Wayne. And his doppelganger, who's Batman, unless it's in a universe in which Batman's real name is Ben Affleck. <laughs> so it's just Ben Affleck, the guy, dresses up like Batman, and now he's Batman and fights crime. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, man. You, the, you, you, just because you, you string a bunch of things together and then, like, like raise your voice at the end of the sentence like it's like a conclusion to your statement, it doesn't <laughs> make it like it actually... It's just you just go like. 
no man all my logics are solid you gotta you got you gotta get woker bro you gotta get woker people can't handle this level of woke I have never been less woke in my life, apparently, because I don't I could not even follow that. I get that there's a bunch of uh, the like string theory bullshit that there's like a bunch of infinite universes and all of this shenanigans going on. But I just tend to believe that you believe what's what you can see. So I know that I'm stupid because pretty much everything that I see in a day is very, very minimal. So I don't know a lot because I haven't seen it. And everything is so distorted nowadays that I can't figure out what's real. So I just go by what I know. But uh, then then let me pick your brain for a second. What do you think reality ultimately really is? You think it's just concrete? Everything that you see is the only thing that exists and nothing transcends beyond it? <sighs> this is the worst question to ask me. Uh, so if if I was perfectly honest and I, if I was like, talking to uh like a psychologist or something right now like i would honestly say i slightly believe there's some small portion of me that believes that i am on the truman show and everything is part of some sort of like weird conspiracy that everybody's watching me and that they control things and it's a weird government experiment but i know that that's not true how but i like to joke about it (sighs) Because it's not because how do you know it's like, not true? Because I, I I feel like if it it would glitch sometimes. I guess that's the that's the it, reason that I believe it's true is because I think it glitches sometimes. Dude, it could totally up. glitch sometimes. But here's the thing: this is what you're not thinking about. Like like I was saying before, that I'm a I'm a throw colossal. You're gonna understand colossal theory by the end of this. But ultimately, the idea is every perspective is accurate. Why do you have to say it's so sexy. What? Why do you have to like try and turn me on when you talk about colossal theory? Well, like, I'm talking oh, about colossal theory. Oh, yeah. theory. Yeah, you're gonna understand so good. You're gonna understand colossal oh, theory just... so hard. Oh, tell me about colossal theory. I want to fucking hear it. Yeah. No, but check it out. Your your perspective is not <laughs> is wrong. It's just one of many. Me- hey, dude, the weirder the better, right? This <laughs> is ultimately. No. It's not your your perspective isn't wrong. It's not. If if in in the theoretical scenario that you are being sort of truman showed then what (laughs) you are seeing what you are seeing is all fictional it's all fake it's an illusion provided ultimately right how is that different than like the matrix scenario where there's nothing that's real it's just you're connected to the matrix and it's all an illusion that's being perpetrated by something else I don't necessarily believe that. That's why I, I, I specifically say Truman Show for a reason. But let's say think... the Truman Show wasn't real. Then what do you think? Let's say it got proven fake. What do you think the reality of the universe is beyond just you? What it, what what could there be? What is is transcendence possible? Do you think? Um, I, I'm kind of stupid and I don't understand what that means. Do you think there's more than just physical reality? Uh, not really. Uh, but but in all honesty, what I seriously think all of reality is, all of the universe is essentially a TV show. Like it's it is the the all of it is a giant TV show. I swear to God, I think there was a uh, some sort of cartoon, like a Simpsons episode or something like that, or, or that all of all of the world was just different channels and stuff like that. People just watched different parts of the world at different times. And that was 
that was the whole shtick of what Earth was. And I'm pretty sure that's like true. That that but that's now, I I, what... I understand what you mean. Not literally the TV fashion of it, but rather that it's just all staged. It's all staged. Everything is always staged. I don't I don't necessarily know that it's staged. I, it's it's that this is it's staged as in like like how they stage uh, uh, reality shows where they kind of just like put people in in scenarios and watch it happen. Like like I think that there's a God or like a panel of God or a whole universe of God. That's just a group of people that got together and were bored. So then they smashed some atoms together and they created Earth. And then started developing it and continuing it. And now we're in season 2019 and we've we've been entertaining them for years. I think what you're saying is completely true and completely wrong, both at the same time. I think we, within this third dimensional reality construct, do that all the time. I think uh, the Hedron Collider, we smash two atoms together. I think we make a big bang. I think from our scale, it looks like it's an instant but from that atomic scale, an entire infinity and the entire lifetime of a universe takes place. Maybe life even happens and it begins, it evolves, could take over the whole universe in that tiny little point. And it, the, all the billion, trillion, zillion, fa-fa-fa-fa-fillion years that could possibly happen take place within that tiny little point. And it ha- it, to us, is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second. It, it was gone before it began. But from that scale, it was an infinity. And everything came to be, and everything disappeared. I think we're in that same thing. I don't think if uh, we are the experiment of a Hedron Collider slamming and they made they smashed two atoms together, the gods that made everything, I don't think they even know we're here. I think if we were to grab all the information that came out of those atoms and we went and looked at all of it, would if if we saw a universe in there how long would it take us right now to go through all of that information and find a singular planet and look at the life on that one planet with the size of the shit that's going on in there our own universe we can't see too far well that's what started that that's what kind of started my theory on this is that that once i heard like even as as a kid that when you're in space like time is different once you, and then once the, you could once you can manipulate time, once time is out of the equation, then uh, you you can do anything. So that means essentially, in theory, the further you go into space, it could be a year is is f- for us is a second to them. And that means that somebody could, uh, in theory, watch the entirety of Earth's growth from the beginning and got to see dinosaurs all the way to now in a matter of a weekend like it 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 doesn't matter time is it could have been this could be an hour-long hbo special on some planet fucking seven hours there's 70 light years away here's the plan here's the problem with that based on our own understanding of what happens when we do these same experiments there would be nothing for the individual to perceive it would happen too instantaneously but you don't know what they are. You, they, they, this, this could be what is God to us. They created us. They made us on purpose. Like they were just like, we're bored. We want to, we want to watch this. That's what, this is what my theory is, is that they're bored and they wanted to watch something. So it's like us watching, like creating a bacteria and watching it. And so the bacteria's life could be the course of, 
of an hour to us, but to the bacteria, if you were living as the bacteria, it's an infinity. that was 70 years. That was yeah. a full lifespan for them. And you think that's sort of, so there is transcendence. So there is something outside of the universe that we exist in from your point of view of this. Yeah, I don't know what happens. To, that's not answering the question of what happens after we die. But it's uh, it's it's saying that there's it's the answer to higher power, like a yeah. god. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. the answer to how we started. So that that covers all the bases for me. So the how we started is essentially the god Big Bang problem. There was nothing, and then there was something. Yeah. So I, it doesn't really answer how they started because that's always the next question is how they started i don't fucking know that's, well, not, that's not my problem i'm just figuring out how earth started then we follow the rule of the third dimension which is from every single state it doesn't matter what dimension you exist in if uh, theoretically this was a thing right and there's a creature that would be god he would exist within the seventh dimension where he would create a bunch of things that exist in all the lower dimensions anything higher than him would be beyond his comprehension god basically god sits around wondering are there gods and in this instant from god's perspective he is the way we are he's just a creature within his universe and yes he has control over our world, the way we do like a TV show or a video game, when you're playing a video game, you're literally possessing the body of something and you can reload a file because you didn't like the outcome of something and now you have time control. You, you just have the ability to rewind some shit. You control their universe to that scale. You could kill dude, be like, I don't want him to be dead. Let me go back. Now he's back alive. Hey, I exist in a, in a form of reality in which I could just hop backwards in time and you're here again. So... If we divide ourselves far enough, the seventh dimension would be where the god that controls time, space, location, um, reality, people, individual people, that's where he would exist. From his perspective, he's in dimension number three. He just, he's not literally our understanding of the physical space of three dimensions, but from his perspective, there are many things much higher than him, if that makes any sense. No, because nothing could be higher than that, because that is the highest statement I've ever heard. Because I, why, why do we need dimensions? Why does it need to be classified as this? It's as simple as, like, this is the, so, because I have a simple brain, and I'm a simple person, and I'm kind of stupid, so I like to break it down as simply as possible. And it's just like, it's like we have some ants, and, like, you could put them in an ant farm if you wanted to, if you were bored. And that's the case for Earth. They have they have people or whatever they call people or their energy. I don't know what the fuck they are. They're just out there and they're existing. And they wanted to there could be tons of planets of, of things just like us that we're not aware of out there. But they just wanted one of their own that they could watch. They yeah, wanted for sure. To have for sure. A, OK, so if, if uh, we put that same let's not use the word dimensions. We'll, we'll bring it down to the simplest possible terms. If we say. Us on Earth with the capacity to modify the planet, and uh, we, we'll, we're the humans, we can trap uh, some animals in the zoo, and that becomes our world. If they're born in there, they think that's the limit of existence. We can modify that, we can do that however we want, we can genetically alter these animals. Okay, we back up a little more, we say there's a, uh, a star system based life form. We could barely fucking make it to Mars as it is, with 
people. We send robots. Let's say there's something so advanced living in our meteor belt or some shit. High technology. It has the capacity to alter anything within the star system. And it can do whatever it wants in here. It could change the structure of planets and stuff. It doesn't because it's observing us the way we observe fucking animals in a zoo. But it's ultimately the same thing. We just increased the scale. That's equal to dimension, but we're not using dimensions. We just upped the scale by one. Now we do this again. There are many, many different star systems in the universe. There are many, many galaxies with star systems in the universe. If we back up from a star system, we back up to a galactic creature that could control many, many star systems or entire galaxies. This creature is then capable of modifying things within those systems or whatever. So we're, we're moving backwards. In your case, God is just something that can control that galaxy. But let's say there's something much further back that then has access to controlling the physical space that this other creature that controls galaxies is in. That would be the god above the god. That's the creature that's controlling an entire universe. If you back up again, there's a creature controlling the multiverse. And if you back up again, there's a creature controlling the ultraverse. So far, so so it's just, you can always keep going back. Now, from our point of view, we are the top peak creature. And we wouldn't know if there's something else manipulating us. But there is, and it controls our whole star system. And they think they're the PK. We see all the creatures, they exist within planets. We are the only thing we've ever seen that controls entire star systems. We're the top. Except they exist in the backyard of some shit that controls an entire galaxy that they couldn't even comprehend. So that's God to them. I, I understand that. But do you know what Occam's razor is? No, what is? I've heard it. I'm not entirely sure. I'll know the moment you tell me. It's um the 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 simplest thing is probably true. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, you're totally right. Scenario. Yeah, yeah. The more the so, more likely how, how, average how scenario simple. is the most likely scenario. Yeah, exactly. So how simple did that that complicated explanation of reality? Well, seem? actually, that is under that logic. It is the logic that all things are whatever is one, the path of least resistance to be the most average. Everything has to be the most average. So when you look into space, you can't be like, this planet is unique. It's the most average possible planet that could possibly exist. We are in the most average possible scenario that could possibly exist. We have to apply that logic in all forms of it. In order for there, that's sort of what leads to uh, Occam's razor is what led to the Fermi paradox. If we assume we are completely average in every possible scenario, then why don't we see life when we look up based on the amount of time the universe has been around, based on our estimations, if there's anything beyond our line of sight, then it's been around for even longer. Based on just those things, had something happened before us, just a couple of billion years before, it would have taken over most of our galaxy already. Just with the amount of time and using ourselves as an example of how technology advances, if we are completely average, where is the life out there? Okay, so that falls under Occam's razor, as well as the fact that if something did happen, it would resemble nature because of how far away it got from us. It is completely and most likely that if life did evolve, it's containing the rest of life within its locations because life is likely, it's possible, it's average. We're not unique by any possible standards. It's just there's life somewhere else. And to every rule, there's an exception. The, the anomaly to that rule has to be something 
so exaggerated that resembles nature has to fall under normal. So normally, there is one creature that's dominant on the planet. Normally, we're that creature as far as we know. But there should be something dominant within the star system. We say the star... The Sasquatch. Hey, it could totally be Sasquatch. It, if that, anything, the interdimensional version of Sasquatch would be the most clever thing because it has technologies that we don't understand. And they're sort of almost natural technologies. So for Sasquatch to walk into the woods and then a flash of light happens and it disappears and it pops across the planet, it possesses fucking wormholes. That's advanced. No, he's just a master at hide-and-go-seek. That'd be crazy. That's, that's, that's it. That, there's the... Can you imagine you see Sasquatch without a camera and he just looks blurry? Like, that's just, that's just how he looks. We're not even, like, fucking up. He just looks that way. I, I think that Sasquatch is, like, a, just a thousand-year-old being and he just hasn't died. He is the, he is the, the answer to aging. If we figure it out, if you eat Sasquatch meat, you don't die. And... Uh, that's why you can't find the bones of Sasquatch, because you would think if something existed, there'd be a couple of them and they'd die over here and we'd find Sasquatch bones. But no, there's only like two and they just live forever. That's actually fantastic, because ultimately, let's let's think about this at the hardest way possible. If it was some sort of human or some shit or previous human, proto-human or whatever the fuck you want to call it, that somehow figured out immortality or simply had the genetic makeup that could lead to immortality. The rest of its body is due to its dieting and its movements throughout time. But even if they did die because they got like a hit with a rock and fucking like died or some shit and the muscles they've developed living this long dissolved, it would just look like a fucking person, wouldn't it? We wouldn't even be able to fucking tell we were looking at Sasquatch to start with. It would just look like a person that was fucked up. It's true. Well, the answer to immortality is obviously in Jack Link's uh, beef jerky. So we should all be eating some of that. You, you're, you're messing up, bro. You got to find a uh, Slim Jim and you got to find a Twizzler and then you tie them together and eat that. And if you don't die immediately, you live forever. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Twizzler and a Slim Jim. <laughs> eat them together. If you don't die instantly, whatever doesn't kill you makes you immortal. That is not a saying. And why? Uh, Who this, says this, that's not a saying? You know all the sayings. I, I know that that's not a saying. Based on what? The Based on the fact that no one's ever said that because no one's immortal. And what? whatever makes, whatever doesn't kill you makes you immortal is Look, not a saying. Sasquatch totally, uh, he, he gets to say he's immortal. We've already established that. No, Sasquatch loves Jack's beef or Jack's uh, beef jerky or whatever it is. Yes, he but he ate that. it with a Slim Jim and that's why he's immortal. What do you have a Slim Jim sponsorship or something? Why do you got to bring them up? Yeah, Slim Jims and Twizzlers. They sponsored the show. <laughs> Slim Jims and Twizzlers. If it yes. doesn't kill you, you're immortal. Yep, that's totally. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, dude. They pay us all the millions. <laughs> they pay us all the millions through the sponsorship. Every time we mention Slim Jims and Twizzlers, we get paid like six million dollars. And then we oh, use that oh, money to to buy all these VCRs the... that are apparently crazy expensive and send it to fucking. It works, dude. Perfect circle. <laughs> You beat me to my goddamn joke. <laughs> you stupid asshole. But yeah, you uh I I I'm happy to switch over, but um I'm running under the premise that uh beef jerky makes you immortal because Sasquatch eats it. So I don't think I can eat Slim Jims. You have to. Dude, think about it. The exaggerated amount of salt content in a Slim Jim 
if yeah, that's that's the truth. It's like eating a Twinkie, dude. If you were ever gonna get diabetes, eat a Twinkie. If you don't get it, you're never gonna get diabetes. Eat a whole box of Twinkies. If you don't go into a diabetic shock after eating an entire box of Twinkies, you are never gonna get diabetes. You're immune. You've discovered, of, of course, nine out of ten people who down a box <laughs> of Twinkies are gonna die. But it's like it's like Russian roulette. You can you can die on the first shot, but you can also be that guy who made it like the fifth round. Well, if uh, Macho Man Randy Savage couldn't switch me over to Slim Jims, I don't think your ass is going to do it. Would you play Russian Roulette for a billion dollars? You got to shoot twice. A billion dollars. It could be le- just one. Just, I don't know. You could do fucking three bullets. I have no idea. No, dude. Russian Roulette That's... is one one shot in the gun, and you spin that bitch. You got a one in six chance to die. It does not have to be one. The Russian Roulette is played with many a bullet. That's it crazy. If you have five bullets in one gap that's crazy you're five in one chance i mean uh, five and six chance to die yeah if you got four people you don't want around anymore then oh no i'm saying if you're playing alone it's just you alone for a billion dollars why would you need five that's crazy you're definitely not getting the billion dollars uh and if you yeah, don't, don't die after the... shooting twice with five bullets, you fu- dude, you die anyways. It doesn't matter. That's not true. People win the lottery, so you could de- you can definitely spin a bullet. Like, do you know that the odds are actually like really, really good of not getting shot? I would definitely do it if it's one bullet. If it's like, one bullet, definitely. But if it's five bullets, oh, uh, if there's a fu- if there's any more than one bullet, then I'm questioning it. Yeah, the, this is the this is the theory that I'm running off of. Is that so if I do if I do it and I win, then I have all this money. And if I do it and I blow my brains out, then I'm dead and the lights just go out. So I don't even really notice. It's just like I'm playing and then black end of Sopranos. And then I, I, I or I don't do it. And then for the rest of my life, I tell everybody I had the opportunity to have a billion dollars and then I didn't do it because I'm a pussy and that will eat me up until I decide to eat a bullet myself. Why do you think it goes dark when you die? Because it because that's the lights going off in your brain. The brain activity goes away. So that's what that white light is that we see. You it's think the, the brain, brain generates activity. consciousness? Oh, yeah, we're gone. You're, you're just it's black. But why is that your belief? Where's your proof of that? Because when you're uh, actually uh, my best premise is that the most credible people that quote unquote died where they were like uh, uh, clinically dead, but then they were brought back to life when they when people were like, what happened when you died? They're like, no, 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 nothing. It's just you're you're dead. Like you're just gone. Yeah, but there's as many motherfuckers who thought they were dead and they're like, I saw God. It's like it's confirming their previous beliefs no matter what. Those those are the same people that believe jack's beef jerky is gonna make you live forever they're they're crazy people they're out hunting for sasquatch but tell me they're... why do you think the person who says they saw nothing and the person who says they saw god are any different if they were both clinically dead and they just came back with different stories are you picking which story you like best yes i definitely am i'm, t- I'm going by the credibility of the person the people the people who based on that, well, it, how are they more credible the fact that they don't believe the, in theism no, the the crazy people always say some ridiculous thing. Like it's always just like something s- stupid. Like uh, the cliche is the 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 white light, and then they see somebody at the end 
it's your brain shutting off and you're just using the last of your memories to and and we've we've used that so the that stereotype so many times that now it's just kind of embedded in your brain that if you feel like you're dying you might just kind of come up with that memory but it likes it's it, it's nice to to think things like that but i'm pretty sure it's just lights out what it's you're pretty sure based on what are you pretty sure you're hoping it's lights out for the most part or not hoping mm-hmm. that's what you're you believe but there's no way to be sure Let's say your brain is an antenna of sorts that's catching whatever consciousness might be. And we think, mm-hmm. we think that we are going dark. And in the case of, lo- uh, until you're dead, fully dead, and consciousness ceases to be connected, the consciousness is a perceiver. It's not who, who you think you are. It's not Ryan. It's not who you think you are. It's just a thing watching. And you're going to do whatever you're going to do, whether or not there's a watcher. And you think you're here, but there's a perceiver that is what you're confusing for you. So the body dies. It's just an antenna. It's a, if, if you had no consciousness, nobody would ever know. You would just keep doing whatever you'd do. But your perception of this experience of being able to see anything, that is the consciousness, right? If we divide those two things and your body died, once it's fully dead, not coming back, because if it comes back, it means it wasn't fully dead to the point that it lost. It's severed the connection. We have no way of knowing once that connection is severed. So it goes all the blackness and dark. And then you're suddenly seeing some other shit. We have no way of knowing that to be the truth. Sure. But most likely it's black. No, there's no most likely. That's just an option. My option is just (laughs) as likely as your option because we don't know. What is the more likely solution? It goes black because you bury that body in the ground and for all of existence it's pretty clear that they don't come back nobody remembers anything it's it's just over and or that there's some sort of other vessel that you can go into no 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 I, I never said anything about another vessel to. i never said anything about another but vessel i'm saying somebody somebody else's life like you're no it's, no no it's that's a whole other thing ridiculous or you're not seeing somebody else's level. other life you're in this scenario i'm pitching you the perception never ends that never ceases there's no you end on this side and you're suddenly seeing somebody else's life from beginning to end it's that the perceptual experience of being you is only because you're consistently seeing you that you even think you are you but as soon as the you you think you are in in another way to think about it is your mind records the memories your consciousness has access to those memories but your consciousness isn't your mind and your mind controls your body and you behave because your mind your consciousness isn't doing any of those things me right now talking to you isn't my consciousness making me talk to you just the perception of this individual i believe i am talking isn't the consciousness in control it's just something happening because it would happen this way and my consciousness is just watching this happen and because i'm always looking through these eyes and i hear me i all of those things i believe this is me but the same way you can construct a song it's a bunch of random nothing and if you hear a pattern you suddenly believe it's a song you could just hear tick 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 for a long time and it's nothing it's just one note but if you just add in the middle a single bump and you repeat it, you get tick, tick, boom, tick, tick, boom, tick, tick. Little by little, that starts to build up. It's an illusion that's happening, but there's nothing fucking there. That's not you. That's not a song. You're calling it a song because you're giving that meaning. That same idea applied to the physical being. You're perceiving 
that you are this being, but you're just, your brain is an antenna and you're seeing out your eyes. But no, once that connection gets severed, that illusion ceases and there's something we don't understand because there is no eye. There's no eye. That's not a thing. That would just cease. It would just stop because we think this is us. But perception isn't necessarily what we are. We just have the ability to perceive because consciousness, but we'd probably, if, again, we have no way of knowing if anybody else is even conscious. What if they're not and they're just moving along? We wouldn't be able to tell. They would just have no perceiver, but continue behaving as though they did because the perceiver doesn't influence anything. It would just, I'm not conscious, you are. And you're seeing me have a conversation with you, but I'm not fucking thinking. I'm not doing anything. There's, there's nothing on my end really watching you. You're the only conscious anything ever. But you'd have no way of knowing that because everything else is just moving the way it would. Sure. Anything's possible. But lots lots of things can happen. But again, is it more likely that any of that insane thing happens or if it's just lights out? Well, neither is more likely because there's no way to prove any of it. The, the, no, 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 you no, no, attaching no, no, likelihood no, 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 to anything course, is the problem. You can't prove anything. Of course. I can't prove that the next time I throw... Uh, a tennis ball into the air that it won't explode into confetti but through odds and times that things have happened and just just what you would bet on if you had to go on everything what do you think is more likely in the example you're giving right there the logic is those are possibilities we have witnessed those are things that we can prove are possible because we haven't had somebody fully die and then report it we have people who've died and come back. We don't know what it is after death for somebody fully dead to be like, this is what I'm experiencing. Because there's no proof of what that would be from the other side, we have to go based on what people tell us when they exactly. come back. So that's why we're just betting. That's why we're just guessing here. So that's yeah. why you have to think, what is the most likely of possibilities? Yeah. You had to bet the most likely of possibilities thing. up until the point that somebody can come back? Definitely what you're saying. But the most likely of yeah. possibilities beyond that point could be fucking anything that we're talking about. Sure. Thank you. That's all I wanted to get out of you. Because it's just like if if you had to take make the choice, you had to, you have to get it right right now. You have to bet everything you have. Your, your life's going to end right now if you don't figure out what happens after we die. And I would bet on it's just lights out. Oh, no. I, if something happens after we die, because what you're talking about isn't after we die. You're talking about during death dying no, is different to dead. being dead when somebody comes back to life they were dying and their being was present enough to be brought back nobody has fully been finished and then brought back they were capable of being brought back thus there wasn't any finish to it after I, death I, we don't know during death we can figure that out that's probably nothingness the lights it, out it's it's it is the bright light. That's what you see. It's the last of your the neurons in your brain. Yeah, your yeah. Brain During dying. death, a hundred percent. I think uh, one of the weirdest, scariest uh, things related crap. One of the greatest, scariest things uh, related to that is the uh, the idea that when you're dying, your memories get sort of a, a crazy fire of your neurons, so you experience your life being more vivid than it was before. But that's just your brain fucking dying. You can ultimately. Under that same logic that you're talking about, this is scientifically proven that people who usually say everything goes dark at some point, say either before or after those events of darkness happen, they experience what they thought was life more vivid than it was before because your neurons are sort of firing, you know, their last big fire, or at least they think it is the last big fire. So everything's kind of like going out and turning on the brightest. So here's 
the scariest thing I've ever heard and then thought about related to that, which is if you were to make it to the last moment that you're going to die and then your mind fires the, the, the memories you're going to have. And again, in that, in those moments, people feel they've lived entire lifetimes. So let's go with that, that if you, your neurons fire, you experience your entire life from beginning to end in that one moment. But then as you're still dying, again, this is all happening in a fraction of a second. You lived your whole life from your perspective. It's infinity. And so you're dying and you make it back to the beginning of when you start dying. In that uh, memory, illusion memory or whatever, your neurons then start firing again. So then you relive from the beginning all over to the end again. And it feels more real this time. And then that happens again when you make it to the end. Because again, in that new memory of the memory, they fire even harder than they did in the previous. So you go back to the beginning and it feels even more real than it did the previous time. So unless you were to wake up from that cycle and be like, wow, man, that felt crazy real. You could just be stuck in a loop of living your own life and never even know you're living. In which case, everything you've ever done, you've already done. You're just living a memory in which you're doing them again. I believe that's called the Bill Murray effect. The Bill Murray effect? What the fuck? Groundhog Day. Oh, uh, but he's not living a memory. He's living lit like time is lapped over some bullshit. This is like science, bro. It'd be crazy if we got stuck in our own more vivid memory. And then by logical deduction in within that memory, we remember because we're still dying in that fraction. We remember the moment of dying and feeling life was more real. So that happens all. And then that happens over and over in and in. No. But I don't I don't care what happens when we're dying. We can figure out what happens when we're dying. When it's over, it's over. That's that's the end. And why why would you even like bring up people's expectations for anything else? Sure, if it's anything else, gravy. Awesome. That would be a wonderful if there was some paradise where I could just get blowjobs and smoke weed all day. But I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure it's just lights out and that should be actually kind of soothing a little bit that it's not some sort of thing that you're going to get judged on the way you lived your life or some sort of shit some benchmark that we're not and no one's I mean ultimately I'm just debating the opposite thought because I don't know why you think that's a fact but I don't think you're wrong I do not think you're wrong I, I, I there's a couple of ways I think you're right a couple of ways you you aren't just right you're very right but you're also very wrong in your perspective on how you're right first up to death yeah and during death yeah. After death, nah, we don't know what the fuck that is. But during death, yeah, we had people come back during death. We haven't had somebody come back after death, but we have somebody come back during death. That's definitely fine. We have that experience to kind of go on and we can bank on that. We have no proof. Nobody has ever said I came back from the other side. That's not a thing. But whether exactly. or not they do, did. Do you see that? That is that proves against your point that we've never had somebody come back from the other side. So for your theory to be correct, that there's some sort of other thing that not only does that unlikely scenario have to be true, that there's some sort of other place that your spirit goes or some shit like that, but that not only they go there, that there's no way to communicate back, that there is that they've now gone over to another side and you can't get back. So now there's two illogical things that have to be true for that theory to be true. Well, here's where I'm saying you're both right and wrong. My theory isn't that there's something after that. Like I said, I was just trying to find out why you think your understanding of it is correct. I don't have an understanding of it because... There's no fucking way to know any of the information we're talking about. The best we can do is no, guess I know everything based on responses. I, I know everything. But how I do think you're right comes back to what I was talking about earlier, which is colossal theory. Under any and all perspectives, what you're talking about, yes, it's true, but it's no different than if there 
was something beyond. Because if we consider this to be us, and maybe there wasn't, maybe our understanding of perception itself is broken. And what we consider to be death and all the pos, all the different variations that maybe science discusses and spirituality discuss and just the fabric of we die, our body gets chewed up by the planet, it becomes part of this rock, eventually the sun grows and bakes this rock, it explodes itself, million pieces, nebula happens, another planet comes back together, then an assortment of that leads to something that's life and some of that matter just happens to make another person in this other version of something. There's uh, an infinite continuation under any light that you put it in, even if it's pure darkness, whatever's generating your consciousness in even the slightest bit. If we assume uh, plants have consciousness in a lower grade that we can't register and doesn't come as conscious because we consider consciousness outward exposure and, and displays, but how the fuck we know inanimate shit doesn't just have a simplistic form of consciousness if the brain isn't necessarily creating it. We think the brain is creating it, but we could be fucking wrong considering we have no proof for any of that. So, if everything in some degree, if the atom has consciousness and different assortments of it and different collections of it provide different degrees of consciousness. Like I can hurt an animal and it's made out of a different assortment of, and they respond in a certain way. If you, uh, there are certain plants that will poison themselves to save all the homie plants. There's response to the world. There's reactions and things. Consciousness itself could be so complicated that under the light that you're saying, yes, it's darkness, but darkness under what context? If even under that light, there is still your atoms are creating the consciousness. It breaks the thing you consider to be you to the most simplest, basic, here's an atom. It's no longer you, but it's a thing that generates some form of something. And long enough into the future, a random assortment of shit leads to some other bit of life. And even if the entire planet is made out of your evenly scattered, as well as everybody else's, right? Everybody on this planet gets buried. Eventually, the explosion happens. We're combined with the matter of the star of our planet, of all the planets in our star system, of all the meteors in our star system. And then a, single, a singular planet comes out of that that happens to have one atom of yours in that planet and a single, like it's evenly distributed. We're all just fucking atom soup. Make a planet, life comes out, it had to come out, like it didn't manifest itself, it fucking came out of the atoms that were there. And then that thing is still ultimately a continuation. Somehow, one way or another, even if it's lights out after perception, it's you ultimately perceiving if those atoms equal, if your brain makes perception, and that thing is made out of your atoms, then you are perceiving in a different form. It is still you in some other shit. Because you're talking you lights out, then what happens after death? Well, there you go. Within the 3D reality, you still equaled another perceiving creature. You didn't need to transcend. You didn't need to go beyond the limits of our current existing physical anything. It's still... You're right and you're wrong in thinking that you're right in one way. You are right, you definitely. Make, you make the... You make the most ridiculous, dumb statements sound so smart, but that's so not true because no one's perceiving their life. That's not what's happening. 
I've never I've never just been watching what happens like I'm some sim that you're just just enjoying. I've never once perceived anything. I move my arm because I decided yeah, definitely. to move my arm. I'm calling you out on your bullshit because I decided to. It's not I didn't I'm not watching myself do this. So that's that's I'm not going to then perceive someone else's life. I would have to be inside of them with neurons shooting off in my brain to move their arms and shit. No, so no, no, no. Obviously because the you in the equation is the problem. If we say I your know. brain generates consciousness, your brain is what's generating the assortment of atoms in your brain are creating consciousness. You're making all your choice for sure. You're making choices or whatever. If a single one of those atoms that generates the consciousness happens to be in another being generating consciousness over there, even if you're not the you you would call you, you're part of whatever that you is over there. You could be part of multiple yous because there's 20 million creatures that all have a single atom that used to be in you collectively right now, but it got distributed evenly within this planet. And each one of them has just a single atom that came from you now. That is still you if the atoms made you. If the if your brain is creating just within no transcendence, no, no mysticism, no nothing. If your brain and the assortment of atoms and the experiences that they have kept and recorded and shot across each other through the neurons, which are fucking atoms and electrical pulses inside your brain. If those things, if a single one made it somewhere else, now there's literally a piece of what generated your consciousness generating some other shit's consciousness that's just that, that's just within the third dimensional i'm not like stretching anything to get there that's just whatever generated your consciousness happens to be generating that other shit's consciousness it doesn't have your same name it doesn't behave your same way but it's you without it being you because when i say you you think you with your name you with your body you with your thoughts and behaviors no that's all again everything goes black when you die why because that's just a collection of crap making that and when that collection spreads out it doesn't fucking matter when you're no longer literally you but the things that but made you don't cease to exist they don't get plunged into the ether and pop out on some other side of reality that can't manifest more things the second a worm eats that part of your brain that generated consciousness it has that in it if that brain has the ability to perceive consciousness at all and it consumes that and you that those atoms and nutrients eventually become part of its body the same way that our cells regenerate and crap and what we eat becomes part of our body like if i eat the cow that thought it was alive and then that becomes part of my body my brain is also one of those things that uses these atoms and uses these these cells and stuff to regenerate and keep and growing. The cow is not perceiving your life. The cow is, the cow is not, and it is at the same time. It's not perceiving no, it from the, the perspective cow, of the cow. That's what you're messing up on. Has none of the cow's memories in it, and N you ate a piece of the cow. Exactly. Your steak no, you're totally right. You're totally right. You're confusing what I'm saying for you. That's the problem. You think the cow. You're thinking of the cow's memories. You're thinking of the cow's heritage. You're thinking all those things equal the cow. No, the collection and assortment that made that cow's brain, that is the cow's direct perspective. The collection in the assortment that it was. The cow is not in me seeing out my eyes. That's not what's happening. I don't have cow's memories or any of that. But the cow is me perceiving at the same time it didn't change my perspective i don't think differently but it's literally part of the thing that's generating my consciousness if i didn't but, eat 
and I starved out, I would eventually die because there's nothing to keep propelling the energy that allows me to perceive in the first place. My brain is making everything. It uses cells the way the rest of my body does. I need nutrients. Those nutrients then become the cells that allow more cells to be sent and more things to grow in my brain and learn. If I ate the cow... <laughs> See what's being brought up in front of you, though? Like, it's like the definitions of perception, and all of them are physical things, like, that that literally have to happen. You have to have control of somebody's body to have perception. So, like, you can't, the cow isn't feeling or hearing or seeing anything that I am after I No, ate. no, no, because I you're still thinking you're totally right. And... You're totally right. You're totally right. You're missing how you're wrong. But. Okay, so this is what the problem with this argument. You should really look at an argument, not whether or not that it's provable, because some things, obviously it could be provable, but something ridiculous would have to happen. Like, to prove that that Jesus is the God's son, he would have to come back. That would have to be ridiculous, but it's at least provable. Your argument is completely non-disprovable. That's the issue. You cannot disprove your argument because... It's just like, oh, but it's not actually there. It's just like, it's not actually you. So it's just like some physical manifestation that no, no one no. could ever Here's disprove. Here's the problem. I am not, you're confusing what I'm talking about. That's really ultimately where it is. Because I'm not saying that there's another being's perception within me. I'm saying my perception and the perception of the cow are no different when I am the cow. As long as the cow is just the cow and it's the collection of whatever equals its life on the farm, walking around, whatever. But as soon as I consume the cow, it's no longer the cow. It's now me. But it's not like if you traced it from over there, it would see itself die and become part of my body and then emerge over here. Its perception ceases. My perception doesn't because I've always been here until I die. But there is no difference because it is now here as well as in a bunch of other people. It's not perceiving being me and you. We ate the same cow. It's not perceiving it being me and you. So you're, what is the cow perceiving? Whatever you're perceiving and whatever I'm perceiving, but not no, really. No, 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 no. That means that it's a part of you. That means that it's it's hearing things and touching things and feeling things. Not as the cow. Okay, is, okay, okay, cow, okay. What is the cow feeling? So the cow started off, this is what its perception is. Now you're saying it has different different perception. I forgot the name of the thought experiment, but it's the one about the boat and the wooden planks. You know which one I'm talking about? Like if you replace nope. a single panel on the boat. Okay, mm, so there's a ship. There's a ship and it's a old ship, right? And we'll call this the the jack ship. This is the jack. And so... One day I decide, look, this panel's broken, it's kind of fucked up, I'm going to change this panel. And I'm going to put a brand new panel. It's still the same ship, I changed a single panel. The, the ship is not a new ship, it's still the same ship, it has a fucking new panel. And even if that panel came from a different ship, but let's say I change two or three. What if, what, what if I change half of the panels on the ship, is it still the same ship? But yeah, okay, but it, neither of, of the ships or pieces of the ships perceived anything. Well, the entire follow time. the thought. We're so no longer talking work. about perception. I'm gonna bring that back to perception. The question is: okay, Is but, it the same ship? Uh, no, because I've heard this the same thing brought up with sports teams. It's like if the sports team just keeps its jersey but trades all of its players and brings in a whole new roster, are they still the same team? 
And do you still root for them? And the 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 answer is uh, that once once I think you hit fifty one percent of the boat being new, it's a new boat. That's pretty much the simplest. right. That makes perfect sense. It's a whole new thing. It makes total sense that that's a new thing. Okay, the human body restores its uh, it burns away cells and then it restores the cells through nutrients. Whatever these nutrients might be, then get processed in the body. They get reincorporated. They make new cells. Usually protein is required to, 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 to do this best. So you use protein. You, you turn this into new cells that regenerate the body. And old cells die and new cells come in. And old cells die and new cells come in. When you add new cells to the mixture, regardless of where they came from, these cells become your body. Whatever is fueling your brain at any given moment is made out of these cells. Unquestionably, undeniably. And if you're... If something specific to you generated your, what, your ability to perceive and move your body and have this conversation with me right now, if one of those things ceased to exist that makes that, you, lights would be out immediately and you'd never even notice. It would just be dark. But that doesn't happen. Though Those things die out and then they get replaced by other things that do the same, they have this literal same function. That is to generate a perception and cognition and all these things that you consider to be you. That's different all the time. It's different all the time. But they're doing the same thing. Nothing has changed when you add, now, now we bring it back to perspective, when you add the nutrients from this cow, those go into your body. And again, the cow's perception isn't the cow. It's not perceiving in any, but the, the, the proteins are made of these, these certain atoms, arrangement of atoms or whatever. And they're still, they're still generating whatever characteristics are required that if it were to go to your brain, it would continue your perception. Your perception is you. It's not the cow is the cow. But those atoms were in the cow. And those atoms are now causing your perception. You didn't have interruption. There's nothing that changed your perspective. You don't have the memories of the cow. The memories of the cow were just a collection of atoms put together inside the cow's brain. You don't have that combination mm-hmm. in you. That's not happening. But the atoms that in the cow generated... because. Ultimately, you break it down to the bottom. The atoms are all the same shit. And they were over there. Now they're over here. It's not that you're seeing the cow. It's not that you were the cow. But you kind of were the cow, even if you don't have the cow's memories. You're made of the stuff the cow was made of. Literally, because you ate the cow. It's it's the the, uh, consciousness and perception is the exception to the rule. Literally everything... In life, if you have a car and you replace 51% of the parts, then you have a new car. 49%, you just have an old car with a bunch of new parts. So the only exception to that rule is people. If you could decapitate a human and put them... So if you took your head and put it on my body, then you would still be you. If you could keep all of the functions in your brain and stuff, you would still have all of your perception and all of you, but you would be on my body just using your battery of a brain. To for sure, for it. sure. This is why that works. Those atoms were already in your brain. Do you see? But you remove the head, the head, the, the assortment of atoms that make up that brain are what's generating the perception. This then goes off to what I was talking about before which is if the atoms aren't generating the consciousness because that would mean that again you change as a person as you grow you're not the person you were when you were a kid there's an increase in everything your perception and awareness and your sort of consciousness expands as you move forward as far as we know 
I don't if, see how this explains anything to do with you dying and the lights going out. Well, if your consciousness can't be modified, if it's not based on the atoms, because if it's based on the atoms, then you are the fucking cow. There's no way around that. There's That's not arguable. You're made out of those atoms. Those atoms generate whatever the fuck leads. The combination of those atoms in your brain. You got cow atoms in your brain. You ate 9 million cows throughout your life. And those atoms, some of them are in your brain. Some of them, you're fucking like a million billion creatures. You're perceiving as you because that's the arrangement. And when a cell in your brain dies and gets replaced by another one, it goes in the same spot. It doesn't create a different you. But what? if your consciousness isn't generated by the atoms, then you are an antenna. Your brain works as a sort of antenna that captures whatever we consider to be consciousness. And that's why that would be unchanging. I don't understand. It it seems like you think that this is like a logical thing, but it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If you eat all of me, you become a cannibal and you eat all of me, my consciousness is gone and it's not transferred over to you. My consciousness ceases to no, exist. No, the consciousness doesn't transfer. Comes. That's you're no, you're visualizing something weird when I say this because you're thinking you seeing out of my eyes is what I'm trying to say. No, I, like I eat no, you no, and no, you're no, suddenly I'm looking out of my eyes. The brain activity in my brain shuts off and it's black. And the things that I think right now, the thoughts that I have, are no longer. Yeah, that totally happens. They're gone. And and my spirit, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, the essence of me, all of the thoughts and arrogant assholey things that I'm gonna say are no longer in existence. Yes, agree. We're not gonna start saying them. Yeah, totally. I agree. I totally agree. I, that's exactly what I'm saying too. That's totally so what's it's happening. The end of Sopranos. Lights go out. Blackness. It's yes, over. but. We the it. things we that make it. you what happens after life is over no that's not after life is over we solved it the things that make your brain now make my brain you don't perceive but i perceive and i contain what made you perceive you're not perceiving through me it's just there's no difference because i am made of you it's not again it's not that you're perceiving through me i don't know why that image keeps sliding in your mind it just so happens to be that the things that made your brain are now making my brain so they're still create no. they're still generating perception they're just not no 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 perception we learned perception is touching hearing and, and feeling and that's you're not you're not i'm not getting any of that there's yes none of that no you're not getting it i'm getting it but i'm not getting any of that the, the consciousness that i have yeah your consciousness dies your consciousness dies. Your consciousness is entirely subject to the combination of atoms that make you. So it's perfect. I'm dead. And no matter how much of me that you cannibalize, I, I will not come back. You you will not come back. Your atoms have so, not ceased. I, I don't know. We we are not unclear about zombie technology. So <laughs> never. Nah, for real. It's it's your your atoms will not cease. You will still be around. I don't believe that. You you think your I, atoms are gonna cease to exist? You go ahead and try to break an atom, bro. Okay, okay, but I once had a hamster, and I put it in a peanut butter jar. Like, I, I, it was already dead, just to clarify. Right. It, it was dead, and I put it in a peanut butter jar, and then I buried it in the ground. And then I forgot about it for, like, 15 years. And then I went back out there, and I dug it up, and even the bones were powder. So, yeah, I think that eventually everything... Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. The rule of entropy applies to everything, no matter what. So... I, I I do believe eventually, no, if you leave me in the ground long enough. After yeah, but if I eat you, and look, even after I eat you, you will eventually exit my body. The atoms, because again, though, that's actually a perfect way to put it. If I were to eat your arm, right? I ate your arm today. Uh, it takes, what, seven days before 
some of that gets turned into cells and the rest gets turned into poo. So I, I took a shit. The, the bigger load of you is gone. And for the next maybe year or so, those atoms that were in you bounce around me. Eventually, they just exit. And they're no longer in me. Because the atoms that even make me are completely different at the end of like five years or some crazy shit like that. So I'm not even me. I don't think you get the atoms from that. I believe you make... Pro, you, you use it as fuel. You're gonna burn most of it. I don't believe that. Like none of my atoms are getting transferred. Your over atoms create many different cells, and out of all those different cells that are composed of different assortments of atoms, usually carbon related, they're going to usually in protein form be incorporated to my body because that's what proteins do, and then. When they expire and are useless, whatever other shit I eat at some point that isn't your other arm, you're dead. Now you're rotted because your corpse is in the back or whatever. And I'm not going to go eat your other arm. It's been like a week or something. So so Ew, I'm not going to get more of you in me, as gay as that might yeah. sound. <laughs> who, wants to eat, who wants to eat old human? You know that you have to eat human fresh. Yeah. And so when I eat the, uh, I eat a burger later... Now, I am made of a cow and you, but I also ate like a chicken. So, I'm made out of you, a cow, and a chicken. And if I just stop eating them, five years from now, when the last traces are gone, now I'm just made out of plant. It doesn't stop my, like, the. I'm still perceiving. I didn't need the atoms of the thing because whatever the assortment is equals me. And my brain, my brain will always have that sort of uh, the recipe, the combination to keep replacing it accordingly and keep me going. How the fuck did we get here? I don't even know what's going on anymore. Nah, neither do I. Like, what the, fu- what the fuck did we just talk about? Reality, somehow? We got to reality, consciousness, and Hitler. And then we ended with me inside of you. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful way to close <laughs> this, right? Yep. That's how I. That's pretty much how I end every podcast I've ever been on, being inside of the host. Yeah, dude. Hey, look. What not the point, ultimately, of a podcast with guests in it to get closer to your guests? How much closer can you get than being inside me? Mm-hmm. Just being deep inside of deep another Deep in man. there, bro. That's, that's basically why I'm pretty sure when Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan started out their podcast, their sole purposes were to be deep inside of other men. Yes. And tell me Joe Rogan doesn't do that consistently. He's way inside of all his guests. Every guest that's ever been on Joe Rogan, he has been inside. Yeah, he's been way deep inside them. And they have been way deep inside him. It's, it's a good give and take. <laughs> it, it is beautiful. Yes. So a little man-on-man action on a podcast is is heartwarming. For sure, bro. I don't even know where I am anymore. <laughs> I saw you getting pretty stoned, man. I'm, I'm surprised... You did not lose consciousness and drift off to the other side that clearly exists. I do it too much. That's the problem. It's just my baseline is stone. Oh and my god! If you want to, if you want to, if you want to dive back into the marijuana world and just do it one one more time, just film it and just just come in, like, just come on my show, or we'll do another show on yours. Just get as stoned as you can handle, and let's just do this again because I feel like it's just going to go to a whole different level that no one can handle. Oh, bro, you don't even understand. I can direct you towards that. Go to episode 3.02, Gods and Couches. Did you get high? No, but maybe I did. How long ago was that recorded? Was that recorded last year? 
Because last time I smoked was last year. It might have been, but it's on this. Like, uh, I record some of these, like, way the fuck ahead of time. So you might definitely come across that. And I, I could have been high. I'm not entirely sure. Regardless, I think that's, I had to be. I had to be. It's, that's some whole other shit that's going on on that episode. You have to do, you have to do it again. I want to see that stuff. Like, I, man, I've, I've smoked my way into a weed sponsor. It's the only way I've been able to keep this show running. Word. Hey, dude, that's how you do it. That's how you, you do it. You that should, grind. You should try it, man. Even it, like you don't have to smoke it all the time to get a fucking weed sponsor. A lot of people who listen to podcasts get stoned as fuck and listen to them, especially with the retarded shit that you're talking about. So you should really consider it. You do one <laughs> solid I'm baked as fuck episode and then you could start getting them weed shekels. Bro, it's on the fucking show's description. This show is great for stoners, alcoholics and thinkers alike. I, Dan, I, I don't. Don't hold yourself back. You should do an episode where you get drunk as fuck. I don't drink at all, and I'm considering doing that because I think it would be hilarious to watch how how little I have to get uh, have to drink to get as shit faced as I am. And I think it could be the same thing as funny when you smoke a tiny bit of weed and you get uncomfortably stoned. It'd be a great yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I take like half a puff right now. I'll be ripped. Perfect. So you, and then you do that and you start rambling. Look, I'll about think about fucking... it. I'll think about it and we'll talk about this. If 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 I talk myself into it, then uh then then I'll make sure you're the guy on the line for that and we'll fucking we'll have a a nice lengthy dude, it's going to get real abstract though. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. In I will get uncomfortably high i'll get as high as i possibly can i'll get i'll make sure that i call stash club and they send me a bunch of fucking weed beforehand i'll eat some edibles i'll just i'll be in a different planet and then we'll be on the same level it'll be fair nah dude this is what i am sober bro exactly (laughs) this is what i want to see i want to i want to take you to the goddamn moon i want to get some alex jones frogs are gay look what if i do acid what if i do acid instead Ooh, I'm in. See, this is I want to do the virtual reality acid. Do you think you could handle that? Virtual like at dude, I see here's the problem, dude. That's hard. You got to t- dude, that's hard, bro. Virtual reality and acid. Honestly. That's scary, dude. Yeah, I know. That's, I, I, like I dude, I might disassociate and think that's actually reality. I know, that'd be scary. So, I don't know. I would love to just I've I've done an episode where I talked to somebody who was on acid. He was here in the studio with me and he uh he he was fine. I think he did acid a lot. He loves taking acid, so he did I it a bunch. Too, so but he good. would just be perfectly, he would be perfectly fine. And uh, and then all of a sudden, just in the middle of a sentence, just drift off and just go, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And then just snap back into it and just continue. Oh, no, 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 no. I've I've gone up to about four tabs of pretty strong acid and still maintained lucidity. I get weird, but I don't ever drift off. I I. I, I Dude, I've look, I've had this conversation a couple of times with my tripping partners, but I want to get to that point that I lose identity. Like, dude, I want ego death. I want it so bad. I want to be horrified. So many people are like, I, I lost sense of self. Dude, I've dropped I, crap tons of acid without lo- go, going through ego death. Oh I've eaten God, so many what shrooms. What? We, t- we totally should have talked about this before. I'm sorry. I'm, I jumped in. Uh, I I did it for the, the show. So I had this idea to you know what salvia is right yes oh my god i did salvia as well fuck salvia it's it's, It's like a nightmare that you opt into okay so i thought it would be funny because have you ever seen those videos like the guy does stuff on salvia it was like a long time ago it's like gardening on salvia yeah 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 and he's mad dysfunctional yeah 
Yeah, he just he would just be like, okay, today we're gonna garden on salvia, and then he would take a big <laughs> hit of salvia and then just like go to sleep. That's, that's, because you just can't do anything when you smoke salvia. You're just like paralyzed. So what happened? I thought of the idea. What if I tried to do a game show on salvia? So I just took a big fat toke of salvia, and then the the co-host that I had on would ask me a bunch of simple questions, and I could see if I could answer it. That turned out to be a horrible, horrible idea that got me questioning my my sanity. And I I think I might have had a seizure. I'm not exactly sure. It's all caught on film, sort of. Like, he kind of turned the camera away because he didn't want to show it because it was kind of horrifying. But, uh, like, I was seizing up on the ground and I might have died if, like, because he was pretty incompetent. He didn't know. He just kept going, you're all right, man. You're all right, man. And I was just, like, on the ground. But what was happening in my head is... You're going to get a fucking kick out of this. You're probably one of the only people that I'm going to explain this to that you're going to go, yep, uh uh-huh, that makes total sense. Everyone else thinks I'm insane. So I go, he asks me what my name is, and that sends me into a spiral, and I can't think of it in my head, and I'm freaking out. Like, I, I start panicking, like, in reality. I still remember this, and I'm freaking out, and I pass out, and then I, I just become energy this is this is the only way i can describe it have you ever seen rick and morty yes okay you know do you remember the episode where they just steal that thing that's energy i think they name it fart Uh, roughly okay but it's just like this blue floating energy it's just like a cloud with like a bunch of colors in it that's what i was i was literally just floating energy and i was surrounded by a bunch of other people who were floating energy and we just had this test to figure out and that we didn't know what the test was there was no question it was just we had to figure out the answer that's what they kept saying there were people who had to say you had to figure out the answer and i didn't know what the answer was and Everybody would keep disappearing as they figured out the answer. All the energy would just disappear as they figured out the answer. But as people disappeared, I got more distorted and it got harder to think. And everything was just getting blurry and out of focus until it just became a blurred, fuzzy, distorted thing. Like a like the snow on a TV, pretty much. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Static. And then that's when I, I think in reality, I started having a seizure because I couldn't mentally handle what was going on inside of my brain. I, I shatter like reality just becomes distorted and I just am. I can see myself. It's crazy that I'm, I can see myself and there's there's somebody talking to me and what I call them are scientists. And they're just explaining to me that. If you forget everything that you've ever remembered, that's when you die. That's how you die. And that's why you you uh, you remember all this stuff before the lights go out in your brain. Yeah. yeah. It's the last of your memories. All the important stuff is the last things you can remember. Your family, all your friends, the clothes, the best things that happen in your life. Those are the last of your memories. And once you forget those, that's when life ends. That's how you actually die is when you forget everything. The people who are gone mentally insane forgot almost everything. They forgot, like, they had one of these psychotic breaks that I was currently having, and they forgot 90% of their stuff. They're not quite dead, but they're now insane. So I thought I was at the point of insanity and that I was going to die, and they were just watching me. I I was watching them watching me 
lose all of my memories. And I could only remember the things that I could see, which was like seven things. And I was like, "Uh oh, this means I'm going to die. And I was slowly forgetting those things. And then I came back to consciousness and <laughs> it was. Did insane. it feel like an eternity was happening at that time? Like it just kept yes. feeling like forever. It felt like like a, a, it felt like a couple of lifetimes happened in that entirety, and I kept coming out of it. Uh, uh, and I would say, like, my girlfriend was there, and my co-host was there, and I just kept saying, like, I need help, like I need help, and then I would pass back out. <laughs> like I was, like, <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 you're okay, you're okay. But I was just gone. Like I would go back, like. I wouldn't pass out. My eyes were open, but I would just like glaze over. Like I, they would see me come back to consciousness. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, I need help! Like seriously, something bad is really happening. And then I would just like, uh, and just <laughs> glaze out and like look past them and just be gone again. I couldn't hear them. I was just back to the scientists telling me I was gonna go insane. What the fuck, dude? Man, I'm never doing salvia. Is, again. Dude, fuck salvia. I I did salvia once when I was like. I was like, 15, dude, mistake. Oh, fuck, bro. And we got stopped by cops immediately. I was in a car that got stopped by cops while on Salvia. And it's like he he knew we were fucked up, dude. I was so fucked up. And the, the cop asked me if I was fine. And I didn't... I, I, I was like, yeah, no, I'm totally fine. But the problem is, I don't think I was talking. I think I was thinking that. I couldn't tell the difference between thinking and talking. So I, they both felt the same, and he was like, "You're are you fine, right?" And I, I I think I was just staring at him, doing nothing. But in my head, I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine." But I I'm pretty I'm like ninety five percent sure I was just standing there, and I think that's all that happened. And he was like, "This is just some fucked up kids. Let them go. Whatever." Dude, that was a fucking nightmare. I thought I was going crazy. I couldn't think. I I couldn't like my motor functions turned into shit. It was it's a night, and I took a tiny hit, a ton, just oh. a little baby hit regrets see where you to take yourself to another dimension and to become energy you have to take the fattest milkiest bong toke and hold it in for an absurd amount of time my co-host was like like two or three times while i was taking the toke was like all right that's enough okay 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 ease up there that's okay let it out that's enough relax and i just i just wanted to make sure that it it was good and I went way, way too far. I did that with weed once, and I had to go to sleep like five minutes later. It was like so. Yeah, it's like like a heavy, heavy uh, Adiva, and I just like <laughs> held it, held it, held it, held it. So you know when you hold in weed so much that you puff out and nothing comes out. Like you took a hundred percent of it into your lungs that nothing even came out when you blew out. That I did that. And yeah, then it was like, that. I don't know, I've never been able like to do that. Like 10 to 15 minutes later, I was like, I can't even sit up. I have to lay down. And as soon as I lay down, I just pass out. Woke up the next yeah, day, that, still that high. Me. If, I, if I eat edibles, if I get to a comfy position, I'm going to sleep. It doesn't matter if, I, if it's the middle of the afternoon. I did an entire cake worth of edibles once, and I didn't fall asleep. I'm good at that because I, I made sure to make the cake out of uh, uh, sativa. So that, you know, high, but dude, I, we, I could barely move. My arms felt so heavy and my legs and like I was spaghetti for like, for like 12 hours, bro. So goddamn strong. It was just like all floppy as shit. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for every day. <laughs> Anyways, no, we'll talk about it, dude. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out if we can do some shit like that. I'm, I'm, I, I feel better if I, I drop like acid and set a fucking smoke pot. I, I, I like you... to keep that number in my head growing. 
Well, I'm 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 on board for both. Definitely keep me on for either of those episodes. Are you in a state that allows marijuana? No, not yet. That never saw me yet, before. So. <laughs> okay. Well, either way. Okay. Well, I guess you don't care. So it, if fuck. I, because I, I was gonna say I could definitely yeah. send you. Some. Dude, I pay the people who make the law. In which case, I pay for the law. I don't have to follow it. Yep, that's how laws work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, let everybody know how the fuck they can find you. Uh, no one has a dumb enough name to come up with clever name podcasts. So literally, you type that into Google and it comes up. So uh, that I, it was an unexpected plan because I'm not that bright of coming up with a name. So you type that into Google, you can find it everywhere, and you see my dumb face doing things like this all the time beautiful you got anything going on anything else you do you said you got a like a like a show you do or some other shit um well we just we try to do as many things outside of the studio as possible because this does get old when we're like you can only talk about eating uh, another human for so long so we try to do (laughs) things outside of the studio and so i do the backyard boxing event we're gonna do another one of those probably like september yeah we're gonna do another one of those and i have another i i have just an outgoing thing that if anybody wants to come here and make a hundred dollars they make it through an obstacle course where we shoot them with paintball guns and uh, if they make it to the end in under a minute they get a hundred dollars and it's just an open invitation to anyone and i've just got somebody signed up for that so i'm gonna shoot somebody soon fantastic where can they find that or is that just the same location yeah, every I'm not like you. I don't make things complicated. Everything is everywhere. You can go my website's everywhere. You can it's linked in every place. If you can't find it, you have to be mentally handicapped. Hey, we don't say rude things like mentally handicapped around here. We call them fucking retards, right? <laughs> okay, you faggy retards better be able to find it. Hell yeah, there we go. Dude, real fun to have you, bro. This has been fucking great. Yeah, no, I, anytime. This is this is a blast. I will I will come on and shoot the shit with you anytime you'd like. Hell yeah, bro. Fucking love doing shit like this. See, I love fucking spitting out of control. This is this is definitely the shit, dude. Anyways, dude, well appreciated for you to be here. Word, and we'll we'll talk about that. Dude. We'll figure that shit out. Yep. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. Word, bro. Deuces. Peace. What an my amazing God. experience. My ass hurts. <laughs> my ass hurts so much. From him being inside. From him being so deep inside me. <laughs> In my head, my metaphoric ass is what I'm talking about. He was so... Your brain's ass. Deep, my brain's ass. He was so inside my brain's asshole. My brain's asshole stretched. What? <laughs> what? I want... I reminisce and wonder if his brain's asshole is stretched too. Would he want that? Is that a good experience? I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta ask him how his brain's asshole feels. Does it sting? <laughs> yeah, no, that was fucking nuts, bro. It went so many places. Yeah. Where do you even begin? It went all the places. I don't even know, dude. That was that was real, real crazy. Uh, see, that's what I like. Like I said at the beginning of this show, he's definitely a crazy psychopath who is okay with saying whatever the fuck is in his mind. And I love every bit of that. What was your favorite part of that conversation? Probably the ending. 
the we ending. were deep inside of one another. Yes, it was beautiful. It was it was emotional. It was you uh, couldn't convince him of perception. No, but I wasn't even like saying anything crazy. I was just going through what physics tells us. I was just following the laws of physics. He's like, no, no, it can't be. Yes, death is black, and that's all there is. D- I agree. I totally agree. I also believe no. Both, but they're both right. They're both right. They're both right. That's the fuck. That's they're how it goes. Right. Yeah. There's there's no such thing as being wrong. We project the universe. Our senses tell us everything. There's nothing but our senses. There's wrong if we want. Yeah. There to be wrong. I guess ultimately, from that's my point. Everything is right. Yeah. Even the idea that something is wrong is right. because everything is right. That's yeah. the only way something could be wrong. It's because it's right. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point of opinions then? I don't know. There's no point. I guess it's a it's an exercise for perspective. Just to see how much different opinions you could come up with. Yeah. We all know I don't believe shit. It's like, I can't prove anything. What what the fuck is there to believe? I, I can only go based on somebody else's fucking explanation of whatever the hell we're talking about, you know? <laughs> Does anyone believe anything? Like, really believe things? I don't even know, man. Because what would there even be to believe, ultimately, you know? That's the real question. <laughs> what could we... I guess, rather, we we can believe a bunch of things. Can we know anything? That's the real question. That's, can we yeah. know anything? Because we can believe random shit. We can believe mm-hmm. whatever the fuck we want. But can we know anything? Can we? I don't think so. Why is there not a yes and no for that, too? Because because if it's everything is right, we don't know that to be true. Mm-hmm. But we also don't know that to be wrong. But everything seems to just be perspective. If if we use his reasoning, right? If we use uh, Ryan's reasoning, our uh, perspective on the world and the universe and reality about our surroundings and the people around us—it's we're just deducing to and then believing our deductions based on that. Everything is perspective, and based on that, everything is true. Yeah. So we don't know everything is true, but it stands to reason that everything just might be true. Yes, yeah. unless it's not. But that's because you decided. That it was not? Yeah. So then it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Under yeah. that light, Ryan is not wrong. Is that he wasn't yeah. wrong, but he was also wrong. Yeah. He was wrong in thinking his singular perspective was right. Mm-hmm. Because all perspectives are right. Yes, he's right. It lights out. But also your atoms are over there. And your atoms are what is in his brain making that consciousness. It might not be you, Ryan, but it's consciousness. It's consciousness? Yeah. It's his atom is in your brain. Replacing the atom that was already there, generating consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, the atom, collection of atoms equal the cell. The cell is in your brain. That, so that cell is a collection of atoms. And that assortment is currently with that, formu- that formation of a cell and a bunch of other formation of cells inside your brain creating uh, synaptic connections. That's consciousness? Okay, mm-hmm. then you are in that cow or that cow is in you creating consciousness it's the same atoms there's we haven't made new atoms no it's always been the same atoms the end the end the end so how did he taste like like pink goo oh hey who knows man those mcdonald's chicken nuggets nuggets, bro those Uh mcdonald's chicken nuggets you can cut anything and make those chicken nuggets you look ultimately just grind meat up fine enough and then sprinkle some seasoning and shit so you turned him into meat or his arm whatever i turned his arm into a 20-piece chicken nugget set and ate that Mm. and now he exists inside of me forever forever well no for about for about five years maybe 
Yes. Well, for him, it will feel like forever. Well, it won't feel like anything for him. No. For him, it feels like me. It doesn't feel like him. He is me. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. one now. We're one. Hi, guys. Welcome to Just Conversation Podcast. I'm Ryan King. <laughs> but I'm also Jack. And you're everything you've eaten. And I'm everything I've eaten. Many cows, many plants. I'm part plant, if you guys didn't know. And spiders, if that's true. Yeah, that's probably true. Ugh. Dude, I don't even know. How would we know, right? You're sleeping. You eat this many. How do you know people are sleeping? You got cameras in houses. Where do these statistics come from? You eat this many spiders on average while you're sleeping. Get the fuck out of here. That's made up. That has to, I don't know. There might be a way to find it. I don't know. They check your stomach after you go no to sleep. Way. And they no find way. these spiders. No way. No way. Anywho, you guys can find Ryan King and his Clever Name Podcast anywhere you look. Just type in Clever Name Podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. Twitter. On Twitter. Go to Instagram, Clever Name Podcast. Wherever you want to find the glorious Ryan King, you can type that shit in and you will find him. You can also find our show, our lovely program that you've already been listening to wherever you've been listening to it you can find it on facebook twitter and instagram at just convo pod you can also find this podcast on the official website great thoughts that info on apple Podcasts, podbean google Podcasts, or stitcher yes and remember to subscribe rate and review the show and we'll read it uh, at the beginning of the show the way we did uh like right now like two hours ago yeah two hours ago like two hours ago two and a half hours ago some, Some shit like that. Ago. Some time ago. A while ago. We, we, we just we go back to the beginning. You'll see what I mean. Let people know about us. Yes. Word of mouth. Spread. Talk. Share. You have to. Grab. Your life depends on it. Yes. Yes, You have it does. seven days to die if you don't. Yeah. You, you'll have a million years like of bad luck. Ooh. And look, you already have the cassettes of this show. You already have a bunch of fight clubs. You, you pass out. This episode gives, lend somebody your, why are you greedy? Lend somebody your VCR and lend them the cassette and let them play some just Did conversation. Did we give them also the DVR machine? No, we're going to. Uh, just the tape? Yeah, yeah, we're going to, the D, they got the DVD at the beginning. That's the first thing they get. The box? The, the VCR. The VCR box. Yeah. Okay. And then we give them cassettes. Okay. Yeah. The fireworks. New episodes. Along with a copy of Fight Club every time. And read that book. Yeah, you should read the book of Fight Club. Definitely watch the movie, but you should read a book. There's a little more at the end of it. And you're gonna love that. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Makes me feel good, and that's the only way that I'm gonna get on your level here, so I can understand what you're talking about. Oh no, you're not gonna to get deep in here, bro. You gotta drop acid to get to where I am. I, I was thinking about that. I um I I was trying to come up with just stuff for for my show, and I have a couple of weird characters that come on my show, and uh, I wanted to I wanted to have one where I did a bunch of edibles where I got really high, and someone else was here and they did a bunch of mushrooms. And they got really high. And then another guy who did a bunch of acid. And then we all have a conversation. But then I thought I could take it to another level where we could put on virtual reality goggles. 
and watch what an acid guy does on virtual reality and a guy who's on mushrooms and a guy who's on uh, edibles and watch what happens. Dude, I would definitely love to have something like that happening. That sounds fantastic. I know. And then I might be able to come up with ghost Nazi zombies stuff like you. Ghost Nazi. Yeah, that's, that's the beautiful part, man. In this world that we are in, you know, the elites are always uh, in the background doing beautiful things. And they are probably doing horrible, horrible things. And like, dude, I, I'm t- like 95% sure that 23 and me, because we were li- listening to recently a show where uh, it was a podcast that they were talking about uh, genetics and altering genes and stuff of that nature. And one of the things that came up is that 23 and me submitted a giant directory of information to this research to find uh, different kinds of, you know, ways like for, w- one of the things that they were looking for is which, which gene is inherently responsible for intelligence. They didn't find a single gene, but they found that a coalition of them equals intelligence. And that thing tells me that, okay, they're they're okay with giving it to research. What stops these researchers from then coming up with different uses for it? You know? Like, nobody's monitoring. It's sort of the uh, the same system that goes into application when you donate to a charity. Yeah, you're donating for a specific reason, but that goes from hands to hands to hands to hands, and then eventually it lands in some asshole's pocket, and I never made it where it was going. Apply that same logic to sort of genetic information and research, and then you're 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 faced with a weird reality. Well, did you hear about the um, the Chinese scientist that was trying to make human monkey hybrids so they could grow organs? That sounds fucked up. Yeah, it it just happened. Some guy who's in, uh, like, he's like a, a doctor in California, I think. And he he's doing trips over to China and a couple other places and combining cells from uh, a human and a monkey and trying to basically develop organs inside of a monkey that could replicate uh, human organs. That's fucking crazy. But I don't put it past uh, uh, people to sort of dive to those extremes you know it's very normal for us to abuse whatever tools we and it's not necessarily abuse science requires experimentation and error and and people to be willing to take risks and be judged for doing what they're doing so it's ultimately just what science is and it's weird that we do judge it. Like, ultimately, yeah, 23andMe might have submitted shit and a bunch of other people are like, wait, but I can clone a human. But it's like, how do we know unless there's a fucking maniac who decides to do it, you know? And like, what if, let's say, Trump, something tragic happens and they're like, wait, but we have an exact match. Why? Because it's his fucking clone. Like, that makes sense to me. Now we can save him with this weird test tube version of him. Then again, knowing him, he'd be like, no, but I love him, me. (laughs) I'm assuming this is already happening. Your team is already bringing up some stuff here, proving that it's already happened, that they did a human uh, pig, it looks like, and they, they, they can grow stuff. Yeah, I think 23andMe is doing that, man. I think they're responsible for the clones. Do you really give a shit if anybody clones anything? What, what, what does it matter? Here's, here's, you, you got the total point right there. I look at it like this. It's totally irrelevant for the most part. Good morning. Good morning. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Clazo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by. Great thoughts, that info. Social media managed by Amber Black.